When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Podcast ever, realest podcast ever. Yeah. Two brothers bringing thinking on a second level. Woo. Music, sports, fashion, politics, and the streets. The best two hours out of every week. Yeah. YDN, dinosaurs, and YBODs. Real talk every time, this is what you need. need. We just out here popping shit. It's your boy C. Diddy, and Matt makes me sick. TRPE, TRPE, go. T-R-P-E, T-R-P-E, go. They know. The realest podcast ever. Woo. Woo. The realest podcast ever. Jim, for me. Another one. You kind of missed it. I definitely missed it. Yeah. Everybody's on their phone. I'm off my phone. I was doing actual we work. We all I fucking up. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Everybody's fucking <laughs> up. Because I was on my phone, too. But we're back. Realest, episode, Realest podcast ever, episode 101. I'm your host, C. Diddy. I'm Matt. We have special guests in the building. Do y'all want to be introduced now or later? Yeah. No. Uh, see? So bossy <laughs> in unison. At least they spoke. They got this salt and pepper thing going on. Because <laughs> I feel like we can't talk until you introduce us. And They're going to be like, I'm ready to talk. Yeah. They know who y'all are. Introduce yourselves, ladies. We are just another motivational podcast. I'm Amber. And I'm Bria. Welcome. How are you? We, we are at the law offices of uh, Giordano, <laughs> Marino, and Stern, a.k.a. Wildfire Studios uh, in South Jersey. Uh, we're happy to have y'all here. We don't have a lot of women on the show, as everybody knows. Um, and we have even less women that have actual perspective and have something to say. It's just getting them to show up. Is the, <laughs> well, that's, that's a whole nother. They were here before both of us, actually. Of course. You know what I mean? That's lit. Prompt and punctual. I, were, yeah. I was worried it wasn't going to show up. Like You're always late, so it's like. Oh, of course. I was afraid it wasn't going to. But I came with gifts, though. I had water. Yeah, true. Um, I was afraid it wasn't going to show up. I mean, I, I guess I mean, the water, Reese's cup could be considered a gift. Water isn't free water, anymore, so yeah. Water's high as shit. This yeah. was 11 bucks for these four waters. Wow. Water is expensive as shit. With that being said, we're happy to have y'all here today. Um, I was worried that y'all weren't going to show up. You went MIA on me for like a week. You wasn't answering my text messages. That's a lie. That's very true. I texted you like yesterday and didn't hear nothing back till today. You was like, oh, yeah. At I like was, six o'clock. I went out DC on the humbug. So. <laughs> See? Shenanigans. Your partner came and found me. She's like, are we recording tonight? Yes, we're recording tonight. And now y'all are here. <laughs> and we're here. One time. Early. Yeah, y'all were actually here ahead of us. That was like you shocking. stupid phone. Yeah, turn that down. All right, let's get to it. Y'all have a podcast. We do. It's called Just Another Motivational Podcast. I need a t-shirt, by the way. We don't have merch yet. Yeah, we're going to... But y'all have shirts, y'all. We have shirts for ourselves, but we didn't start the merch thing yet. Are y'all doing merch We are a release this Saturday at y'all event that's coming up? It's Amber's event. Uh, it's yeah, that's the Pray for Fashion pray for event. Fashion, yeah. It should be a Pray for Fashion slash... It could have been, but we didn't do the merch thing okay. yet. Yeah. <laughs> like, somebody made us t-shirts for free. Oh, shit. Yeah, we didn't. It was just like... Free work is always cool. <laughs> we like it. Yeah, free work is the shit. 
<laughs> it'd be like it'd be it could be terrible, but it's free. Yeah, right? no, it's, like, it's, 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 definitely, it's definitely terrible. It's like, I because, definitely hate this shit. But yeah, thank you. But appreciate, appreciate <laughs> it, boy. It yeah, was, he tried to talk to me after he gave me the shirt. So of course, yeah, it was weird. There's but, always yeah. an angle. There's yeah. nothing is truly free. Yo, like being that. a woman seems extremely hard. Yo, we was talking about this yesterday in the gyms. I was talking like one of my female <laughs> friends, and she was saying how because they have like a woman's only part of the gym oh really yeah like you go into the I, i've never gone in because you know it's a charge but <laughs> if you go into the woman's room <laughs> they have like their own treadmills weights all like it's a woman's only and she was saying okay. how she got to the point where she can't function unless she's in there because she feels like she's like she's a really big butt so she's like you she's know, being old if not everybody's staring at her and talking to her and niggas is oh no let me show you how to you just you gotta do it like this and use your glutes and i'm like yeah i'm a Large man, so I don't have to deal. Ain't no nigga walking up, touching the small of my back. Hey, big man. Yeah, let me show you how to like lift Keep your form, big man. And it, it really made me think about like being a woman in just society. Yeah, like you can't walk in a room and just be like, oh yeah, I do this, and everybody just be like, cool. It's always like a, a angle, like how you right. say that about the merchandise shit. Like, like, oh, oh you yeah. got a podcast. Okay, cool, great. You want some free shirts? And, By the way, you want some dick and some dick. It's <laughs> <laughs> always on the menu if you at the bottom. Hey. It's always down there. Go to Red Lobster later, a little something, <laughs> little endless cheddar biscuits. Do y'all, do y'all, do y'all, have y'all experienced that with the whole podcast thing? Like just weird shit going on when you tell people you have a podcast? Not yet. No, the no, t-shirt was just, the only that was, weird. Yeah, it was the only like scenario where it was just like. Oh, yes, yeah, we had to you... pay cash for our shirts for our merchandise. <laughs> <at the> show. <laughs> no. I had to pay in advance. Yeah, he didn't try to talk to either of us. Definitely not profit like that. That shit is crazy. But that's a real thing, and that always trips me out with like women. Like, how do you navigate through that? Just everything, like business, the media. You know, women in media already get like a fucked up. Weird yeah. rap sometimes. Yeah, you know, and it Angela Yee and all them don't help. You know what I mean? Because they like... <laughs> Lack you know. perspective. Yeah. But it's like you see these situations and it's just like... You look at the whole Gail King thing, right? Yeah. If Gail was a man that had said that, motherfuckers don't jump out the window and start saying all this crazy shit about her. Or... Yeah. If it was a man, he probably would have just fucked him up when they see him. <laughs> or that. <laughs> like, because, you know, with, like, because she's a woman, she gets the benefit of the doubt of the conversation and people trying to talk through it. If it was a man, they just punch him in the face when they see him. Like, 50 Cent is punching whoever that is in the face if it was like. Well, probably not 50, but the, <laughs> the weird niggas with huge jeans, probably they, <laughs> yeah, they run down on you. Yeah. So, what made y'all start the podcast? Is it something we. we, we all, both wanted to do like we have you on we, well y'all put us on like podcast honestly podcast, y'all really did and um it really was just kind of like random like she was just like we should start a podcast and I, I had a concept already that I wanted to do I was gonna do a YouTube channel though I'm just, but and I hit her up like let's start a podcast and she was like cool I got a name she already had the just another motivational t-shirts with her brand and then we just ran with it and it just worked now here we are. What is the good, bad, and the ugly of having a podcast with y'all being like new in the game? We're like old fogies at this point. <laughs> I think the good is that uh, people really like kind of get to know us outside of social media. So right. like sure. a lot of people are like, "Oh, I didn't know y'all was that down to earth." Like people I didn't know thought y'all had I didn't talk. <laughs> like, yeah. so like, Say it again. People thought I didn't talk. Like they as far see as what? me. Like they just I'm real. I'm I'm real like laid back. If you see me outside, but they be like, "You got a podcast? You talk?" Like. <laughs> 
I thought it was at the live show. Y'all both was like, "Yo, you really coming to the club tonight?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And then I got there, and neither of y'all said a word. And I'm just like, "What the fuck was the point even asking me to come here?" Like, I saw him like two or three different times. Oh, you was he at that joint? Yeah. Like All right, don't say nothing. He was watching you from I mean, afar. Yeah, but, I'll, we, but I'll be there. You know what I'm saying? We enjoyed having you in the vicinity, but you was in your own little section, you know, rocking out. Your head was sweating. And Yo, all that I was, I was drenched. It was yeah. definitely a moment. Where was it like Matt in the no. club? Yo, cause my, my homie he was there and he was like he was annoyed because he was like damn like I would have gotten my own section because he's like I don't you know he's like it's just too much going on in there yeah. and he was like y'all got 40 fucking people in your session I'm like newsflash I don't know any of these fucking people <laughs> when I rolled up they were already there when I 38 got, of them yo, were there when already. I got because me and you came late <laughs> I got there and it was 37 people in this and I'm just like I, I know Rick it was 6 hookahs <laughs> it was 40 hookahs I was just like I don't know any of these fucking people this shit was insanity and I, I see now how y'all talk about the club shit like Niggas in the the section and doing the most yeah. and and I'm just like yeah this you know so I just pretty much got I was on. out last night right I was out last night I was at fucking Mirage and um I was sitting in an area I normally never sit I'm like sitting right in the front and I'm with these two girls or whatever a nigga pulled up a chair like an actual <laughs> chair to the booth and was like so yeah what's going on with no <laughs> listen uh, I'm saving the story for the next live show but remember when we at the at the end of the last show we was like so you some some you was like you got a crazy Walnut Street story. Yeah. I was like, I got one better than that. I'm saving it for that. It's the same as on that type of So, yeah, this nigga pulled his chair up to the booth, and they like, can we help you? They like, no, nah, I'm saying what's going on. They was like, no, I want my boyfriend. He's like, oh, this your boyfriend? And then the other girl was like, yeah, that's both of our boyfriend. Yes, he, he, we're all together. Oh, so he didn't even know the girls. No. That's, yo, I'm... He was just a random nigga no. in a red sweatsuit. Like, just and a, you was with them, right? I was with them, yes. Yeah, that was bold. Cool. <laughs> I got a story, bro. I'm saving. I'm saving. <laughs> it, it was nuts, man. Same type time. But yeah, the, uh, where did we we always go left here? Oh yeah, what made y'all start the podcast? So how long have y'all been doing it? Since November. Yeah. Chad was our first guest. Yeah. Y'all didn't you invite make, me. Um, you were so invited. I wasn't. I think you, were, you, were, you had anxiety at the time. No, nah, I was chilling. I, I like I, I go through periods of not really fucking with. Like humans, they they just ain't my thing. That's no human interaction. Yeah, I, I, whatever. You know what I mean? Like whatever. I, <laughs> whatever. You know what I'm saying? I uh, I actually followed three people this month on Twitter, and it was I was talking about it today because I just like literally friends are like, yo, you. Want when something happens to your kitchen, you might say this is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Follow me. I'm just like, I can't. I can't, I can't take you on, man. No disrespect. No disrespect. No disrespect. I hate you on social I just media. can't. Yeah, and I, I get like that at times. I'm I'm in a way better space as far as a lot of different things, but I, um, the podcast at times moves a little too fast for me. Y'all are all people, people outside people and around. I, that shit, like the Mirage shit. Like people were really, really fucked up to see me in there because I, I People don't, are still yeah. texting me about that. I, I don't day. do that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just, it's not my thing. So when it gets to where people are walking up to me in the street and, mm-hmm. and I'm not even on some like, yo, I fuck with the podcast. Yo, I like, you know, whatever. Just 
why the fuck you ain't got Jay in your top three? And I'm like, <laughs> huh? And like, it, yeah, and, and it really just gets me where like, I'm cool, man. I just want to go to like the Midwest somewhere, like Dakota, Idaho, and I don't want none of that shit. So that's really where I was at around that time period. But I I, I did like the episode with you on there. I yeah. thought the the camera angles and all that, which y'all like almost like, uh, remember like interrogation room. Remember the, the commercial for Crossfire back in the day? That's, that, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how it looked. I, I like that angle and shit. So it was a dope show, you know what I'm that's saying? That's still but, my favorite episode. Yeah, I, you know, I definitely, in my mind, I was. The way I told it to myself. You was there. I wasn't invited. No, I, I, I wasn't invited. That's, that's just like. the way I looked at it. But they told me I would come up eventually. But yeah. Bria hit me last week and was like, Yo, what's up? You never hit me back. You gonna come up? And I'm like, well, hit me when you get a show and a topic, and I'm there, and you know. And then Amber hit me like, well, we gonna be on TRPD, so I'm like, all right, we'll talk about it when we get there. There goes that. There goes that. So, what is uh, what would y'all say is y'all biggest highlight of y'all show? How many episodes have y'all done so far? Six. What's the biggest highlight other than me? Take me out of it. <laughs> um, what's y'all biggest highlight so far through six episodes? Wallow for sure. Yeah. How uh how was that show? I know Wallow. Wallow's full of life. Wallow yeah. is ooh. He's a full, lot full of life. <laughs> he was growling and stuff. <laughs> you know what? You want to hear something funny? I was I was driving last week through North Philly and I you know you driving and you yeah. like you 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 see something and you just like and I it was Wallow with a publisher's clearinghouse check. And I was like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, I, oh, and, I and in my mind, I'm drawing like, nah, that, I'm, I'm then I see the video on Instagram, I'm like, that was Wallow. I published his clearinghouse check. I know I wasn't tripping. He had a big ass check, and he, that was part, part of his check. Yo, what move? It was like a movie or a TV show. And so I was like, man, that's a big ass check. <laughs> the funniest shit was somebody one day was like, no, yo, I just saw somebody rolling a casket down the street in North Philly, and Love was like, Wallow probably in there getting ready to shoot a video. But yeah, That's real shit. Yeah, I, no, that was on fucking uh, Semi Pro. The boy right, yeah, yeah. And he was like, Jackie, I need a smaller check. Yeah. He said, No, you gotta just take the big check to a really big bank. Yeah. They're gonna cash it. Bro. He gave him like a fifty thousand dollar check, but it was one of them fucking uh, fake checks. Wallow is is Wallow is a character. He is He's funny. He's such a character. But he was cool. He was good. Yeah. How did y'all land that interview? It was it was weird. So <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Yeah, it was random. He like, probably booked himself. Like, yo, I'm doing y'all podcast. He kind of did. So I ran into him. We were recording another episode, actually. And I went, you know, went out the studio to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, you know, Wallow, what's up? Yeah. We want to have you on a show one of these days. And he was like, let's do it right now. She come running in the I'm studio. I'm like, Neil? like, we got to record with Wallow right now. Like, we just like, yeah, come on. Like, where you at? I'm just like, all right, well, we in there. Yeah. And then it was just that's yeah. Wallow's a Wallow's a good dude. He rolls spontaneous guy. Uh, so yeah, that was that was the way to get it done. Wallow, while I talked to Wallow about coming on this show fifty five times in a sixty day span, and he was just like, "I'm up every day five in the morning." I'm like, "Wallow, I go to sleep at five in the morning." He's like, "I'm up every day five in the morning." You gotta call me around about six thirty. I'm like, yeah, "This this is just never gonna happen." I just gave up at the wall. <laughs> at some point, he'll be on the show or we'll be on their show. Yeah, we're trying to figure that whole thing out now. We've got like verbal commitments That'll from everybody. That'll be really good. Yeah, because like, y'all are funny. Yeah, we we have verbal commitments from everybody involved, but just we never. Gilly's uh, manager ran down on me the day of the Roots picnic and was like, "You see, Diddy, 
Earl's podcast ever, blah, blah, blah. We got to get Gilly on the show. I'm like, all right, cool, great. Never picked the phone up. It's the craziest <laughs> shit ever. Like, I, I don't understand why it hasn't happened, but hopefully, you know what I'm saying, we get it done in the near future. Yeah, I think I think it's all going to come together. That's the beauty in y'all recording where y'all record at. See, we're out here in the middle of nowhere. Where the sticks? Yeah, I got yeah. lost, yeah. yo. Like, I'm just like, now, <laughs> come on. I'm, I'm getting an attitude. Like, why they going to be over y'all here? That real talk. And it's like, we're not in the mix of, you know... It's, like, the, it's the, the equivalent mix. of a dope artist like not recording at like Batcave when all of that shit was going on and like Meek and all of them was down there. Like you're not gonna just record run into Meek recording at your house. No. And it's just it's just one of them. <laughs> at a things. law firm. Yeah, exactly. At the law firm of Gia, yeah. Giordano Stern and Pala Hockey. Yeah. Like real talk. The um what was I about to say? And y- y'all record that where did y'all say it was? Right like Philly. Have you ever heard of that? Yes. See I Again, I Rec Philly, um, they're basically like a uh, like a creative group. They do like events and like all different type of stuff. Um, they're involved with like the city and the city papers and like all of that shit. Like they do a bunch of different stuff. And then they came with this creative space. Um, I don't know, probably like a year or something like that, two years before y'all went over there or whatever like that. And now y'all mm-hmm. at a new location, right? They're in the um, fashion, the fashion district. district. Oh, in the mall. Mm-hmm. The gallery. Oh, cool. Yeah. So how does that work with, like, y'all record in the, the fashion district? Yeah, so, like, they have, like, a retail store in the front, so where it's, like, a storefront, and then if you go in the back, you're, like, it's a private-only entrance, and then it's all recording studios around the mm. perimeter. It's a co-working space in the middle, and then all studios. But the way the podcast studio is, it's still facing the mall, so if people kind of see you, you recording, see recording. If you walk in, like, in the mall. Well, if the mall's you open. Can look, yeah. If, yeah. Hmm. Cool. Are you only able to record during mall hours? No, no, it's open. And they say open till twelve during the week and two a.m. on the weekend. So, oh shit! So they got an interesting they got private interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. Yeah. It's like actually fucking brilliant. You might have to check them out. You might have to get out of this law firm. Yeah. So Taylor, pack your shit. <laughs> No, we'd take Taylor with us on some Drake Forty shit. Like, look, I need my engineer. Need my engineer to come wherever I go. Yeah. No, that's lit like shit. That's actually pretty decent. I didn't even know that was going on down there. Where do y'all park at down there? That's the only thing. I park in the, the PPA parking lot. It's eleven dollars. Oh, okay. PPA is fucking crooks. Right they fuck the around street. and still boot you and tow you in in their lot. Even if you pay. We ran. We ran your. Uh, we ran your. Tag. Yo, we we went to the car show last week and I came down Arch and I just on some shit like turned into the it's like a car parking joint right past 12th and arch i believe like you like go up like a ramp going into it yeah. and I, I just like i'm just parking the line i swung into it and as i swung in i saw first half hour 16 i put that shit in reverse like, oh, no. <laughs> i back the fuck out i drove around and found a spot on the street and got the parking for three dollars downtown parking lots get real crap they be like first one fifth of an hour four dollars <laughs> subsequent time fifty five hundred dollars that shit is crazy man. like how did y'all calculate this shit because they know n- niggas is not going to read like oh what's the fifth do you, hour? Let me, do y'all do multiple shows at one time or no we only did it that one time with, yeah, with the wild, wild i still don't understand that concept in podcasting like how people can do oh, that like, i don't like shows. that like stacking shit yeah. it's the craziest shit on earth to me well i mean i guess if you if you're if, if you're not doing current events right I, I, like I, joe I, rogan said at some point he's moving to colorado and he's going to come to la once a week record four shows and then he's done and he's out of la life is said basically like his plan going forward but he does like conceptual like shows yeah, and shit like psychotic that. shit yeah it's he's nothing not- to do with anything that's actually going on in real life it's like well if you know if we go climb 
on the moon can we eat a star yeah. it's like that's the topic of the show for the day and they just do 40 people always hit me with topics of shows i want y'all to do a topic on this and i just be like that's stupid and then they're like, <laughs> people because my thing is i don't want to talk about the same you know minutiae that everybody is going right. on and on and who should pay for what in the house and all this goofy ass shit i, I just don't want to do that like i like the current events. I like being able to talk shit yeah. about, you know, getting my perspective off, my opinion. Like, I don't know if people understand. There's thousands of current events every week. Every day. We pick the seven or eight we actually give a fuck about that we have a perspective on because that's what the conversation is about, is about the perspective and, like, the angle within, you know, whatever's going on or something that people might be missing or whatever like that. Like, that's what I like about Joe Button's podcast. Like, they have their topics or whatever and sometimes I'd be like I don't care about Janae Aiko's yeah. new record and then they get into the the angles of it and I'm like oh this was like a good conversation right. like you know what I'm saying like they connect the shit well like they did a whole segment on uh, Kehlani uh, dissing YG and I was like this is stupid let me watch this and I watched <laughs> it and then it was fucking great okay. it was like one of the best segments like uh, of, the, of the year so far with y'all podcast y'all don't do current events we do it comes up but that's not the basis of it now. Because it's, it's I'm going to ask, like, explain what it is, like, what exactly you do. Because, I, like I said, I've definitely got into the gym with him. I, I meant to listen to the gym a while, though. I literally, I'm in the gym, and I can't, I can't, it's crazy. I can't listen to a podcast in the gym. Can't work out and listen to podcasts? I can't. I, I listen to music. I got to listen to music. That's the only, like, people. Sense, that's the yeah. one time I, I had to listen to music, too. People literally yeah. be like, how the fuck do you do an hour on the elliptical? And I just be like, I put music on, I zone the fuck out, and right. I don't really think about it. But it's like, if I'm listening to a podcast, it's like, I'm watching the minutes roll off. You know what I'm saying? The shit sounds insane to me. So when do you listen to podcasts? In my car. People have been like saying they can't find time to listen to the podcast, and I'm just like, Yo, real shit. You you experience this when you and everybody who has a podcast, people legitimately will not listen to the podcast. People who because it's people who just they don't listen to them, and mm-hmm. that's, and that's perfectly okay. fine. Yeah, it's people that smoke crack. Yeah, whatever. Do your thing. <laughs> But my thing is, if you don't listen to the podcast and you don't fuck with it, cool. Why do you got to act like you support the shit? Yeah. When you st- that's the right. weird. Oh, shit. you got a podcast, but I ain't listen. Don't bring it up. Duh, I literally <laughs> work with it's a motherfucker in my job who literally every time he see me, yo, what's up with the podcast? And it'd be like, if you listen, <laughs> you would know. know. Yeah. Like, and it's literally like, like you do know it's a conversation. No. Like we're talking about what's going on it, with the podcast. It, one, of, the podcast. one of my clerks, she an older woman, she found out about the podcast because her daughter's into it, and. She's like, yeah, my daughter told me you do some some radio show or something. I'm like, it's a podcast. And she's like, what's a podcast exactly? I'm like, it's a radio show. You know what I'm saying? Like, she, it's a radio show that lives online. Right. So now every time she sees me, how the podcast going? And it'd be like, just listen to I've literally got to point where I just lie. I'm like, oh man, we had Obama on there last week. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just making shit up. Just on the street. She's like, never going to yeah, confirm it. She really? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, real shit. Like, there it is. We got Will Chamberlain next week. Just making shit up. Like, fuck it. And that, that shit trips me out. Like I said, people I work with, people I know, yo, what's going on with the pot? And it'd be like, why are you asking me this? You know what I mean? My, literally, one of the guys in my job was like, yo, I, somebody uh, told me that the. Uh, the Joe Buttons podcast, they did a live show downtown at like the TLA or something. Why don't you do that with your podcast? I'm like, our job was two weeks ago. Oh, shit. Y'all are really on it. Damn. Like, this is oh, y'all, this is real shit, huh? Right. Dog, this is like real shit you do. And I, I think that shit is insane. It's like, I get it. It's not everybody's thing. Realistically, a lot of our 
fan base came into the podcast universe because of y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we've been at this shit three years. We introduced eighty-five percent of our audience I, to I podcast. Re- I really remember having to like explain to people like. Okay, you have an iPhone. The shit comes, comes yep. with a podcast. I remember having to do that for a lot of people. And now you got people that I see are fucking with podcasts all over the place. Because, mm-hmm. again, the podcast universe has exploded. Yeah. Everyone has a podcast now, by the way. I mean, they are li- like I, this past week I saw nine different podcasts start up. I'm talking about Same. locally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, it's too much. And like, I'm just like, I can't even catch up. Because on top of me fucking with the podcast, I do fuck with Steve Stone Cold, Joe Rogan, you know, all this shit. And it's just like, I can't keep up with this motherfucking shit now. It's just so many of them. Yeah. And it was funny because uh, somebody told me about a conversation they had at work where it was like, one of the guys was like, all the Philly chicks want to have boutiques and sell hair, and all the niggas want to have podcasts. Like, I don't understand what the fuck. And, I, and I'm like, I get the, the, the angle you're shooting for, yeah. but it's like, my biggest thing is you can't knock somebody for trying something. And I think we do that shit a lot. You know what I mean? Just in life. Like, if you, somebody's doing something and somebody else do it, if you're the third or the fourth person, oh, you Joe is shit. Why? You're only doing that because you've seen them do it. And it's just like, well, that that's kind of how niggas got free in slavery you know what i'm saying like oh the shit they got they out there all right we like and that's kind of how it works it's like you you go off you try something oh shit it worked you know what i'm saying realistically jordan didn't come to league till 83 basketball been going on since the fucking 30s you know it's just it's kind of what it is and i see negative shit happen a lot when it comes to like podcast startups and the last i say the last Year, it's like any podcast startup motherfuckers. Oh, here we go with another podcast, and it's just like, yo, I give everybody a shot. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm on the opposite side of it. I ain't giving nobody a shot. Yeah, I'm tired of these fucking podcasts. This is where we differ because we talk about this in in our group. Thing is this, right? People aren't being genuine with their intentions of why they're starting these platforms. They are doing it because they say, oh, man, them niggas ain't that funny. Let me start a show. I'm funnier. And I'm funnier. Yeah. I get more bitches than them niggas. I'm starting a, 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 a bitch advice podcast or whatever the fuck <laughs> silly shit that they're coming up with. And their intention is not genuine. And that's why you see so many shows come and go. Just like when I was doing internet radio eons ago. Everybody and their fucking mom had an internet radio show, and people had these shows for eight weeks, and then they fucking, nobody realized they're not interested, nobody wants to listen to them, and then they go back to living their fucking boring, dormant-ass <laughs> life. And it's the same thing with podcasting. Mm-hmm. And out of the people that start podcasts, only 8% of them are any fucking good. Like, their show is good. Uh... Tiff, Miss September, and a friend of hers, they started a new podcast. I listened to that first episode. It was actually pretty fucking good. And they did it with um, that app shit that people are using. It's like some podcast app. Uh, Anchor. And they recorded their shit on Anchor. And it was like very, very I didn't know good. that was a thing. Okay. Yeah, there's a pod, there's a podcasting app where you can like record on your phone and upload the shit directly to Spotify. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> so now do you see what I'm saying? Like, there's no policing this shit and it's like anybody can like create a podcast and it's almost like we're going to come to a point where the podcast shit where it's the same thing with social media everybody doesn't deserve to have a voice despite fucking popular belief 
And we've come to a point where social media has jumped the shark because there's too many opinions, there's too many uninformed people, there's too many stupid motherfuckers that have expertise and shit that they've never done before and will talk to people that do have expertise like they're fucking idiots. I just went through this shit today and last night about this fucking uh, Rolex versus investment property shit. Come to find out the girl bought the goddamn Bando in East Detroit. And okay. motherfuckers is cursing me out. Wait, what happened? All right, so yeah, that the, the whole situation is just. So, I thought it was fake. I thought it was playing. No, seriously. So yeah, like I a mean, nigga, he was joking, like a nigga skit. I he was, was joking, but in you know he's now since posted another video, basically like yeah, you know my girl is kind of taking it in stride or whatever like that. I was actually joking when I said well, why you ain't give me a Rolex or a chain. He like, but. This property ain't the fuck it. Like she bought him a fucking. She bought she, the girl bought him a, a property in East Detroit, like a, a single home in East Detroit. I saw the pictures of it. The shit is a bando. It's a, like it's literally a house that needs a hundred thousand dollars worth of work. That's going to be worth forty thousand dollars when it's done. That's not a gift. I don't want to sound like a, a ignoramus <laughs> right now. I don't. But it, I know I know this might sound crazy because everybody. Especially in Philly, we, we, we see a couple of these real estate moguls, you know, quotation marks in the air and shit. Oh, man, I got a real estate mogul story. Yeah, like, we, <laughs> we see all these people, and it's like, everybody, the, the Philly dream is to be able to get a property. That's when that motherfuckers get some case money, hit the lottery, whatever. I'm, I'm buying me a rental property. I'm going to get a rental property. You can legitimately, it sounds wild, you can buy the right watch and make more money than you would on a house and not have to do jack shit and with And you know it. what? People it, don't believe that. It sounds crazy. <laughs> but it's but very true. Like, just little shit like the the new Pepsi bezel. Uh, date, I mean, not date just. Uh, GMT. The shit comes out as 9400 They're selling for twenty three grand now. Yeah. It sounds like that's a $13,000, flip. And you don't need no broker. It sounds insane. You don't need insane. no agent. You don't got to pay capital gains tax on this shit. And I was saying the other day, I, like, I get the jokes and all of that shit, but if you go second level, third level on a thinking tip, you could buy, like, the right Patek and just mm-hmm. make 50, 60 grand on the... It sounds wild, but Literally. these watches really... These rappers, like, these niggas wear eight watches when they come outside. <laughs> they need these watches. That shit is crazy. But you could really, really make a lot of money off of the right investment with jewelry and not have to do jack shit to it. You could just put it in a fucking safety deposit box and just chill. It sounds wild. So I was like, I get the jokes and everything, you know, oh, you want to be a nigga and she buying your rental property. But again, there's always yeah. a devil's advocate. Do you know what I mean? To I'm everything. A, I'm a proponent of just in life when it comes to gift giving. I love giving people gifts. I'm a proponent of buying people what the fuck they want and what they like and not trying to like teach a motherfucker a lesson or give them some conceptual whimsical bullshit because I'm trying to school them to some shit. Now, I'm down to do that, but I'm going to still buy you a fucking Louis Vuitton bag too. Like, I'm I'm not just going to be like, oh, here's four acres of land in South Carolina. What the (laughs) fuck are you going to do? I remember when Chicks was was tweeting shit like, don't buy me no Chanel bag. Buy me a, a business or and I'm just like, majority like, give me the bag. Like, <laughs> I'll pay for my business. Majority of these majority of these chicks are not equipped to run a hot dog stand. Yeah. You better take that fucking Chanel bag and post that shit every day on Instagram, sis. Because this business shit is. What's up, everyone? It's Boss Britt. And it's DJ Excel. If you're a fan of the queer culture and lifestyle, then be sure to check out and subscribe to the No Homo Show.
We're a show that shares true stories that are uncut, funny, relatable, and of course, gay from a lesbian's perspective. That's right. Brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network. Not going to work out. We live in a world where, pe- where people think everything works. Right. And that's, that's kind of the problem. People don't understand that businesses fail. Right. Investments fail. Right. Horribly. That the fact that when you make an investment, the goal is for it to come back, but they always they don't always come back. And that motherfuckers have lost their shirts investing. Antoine Walker, Miami Heat, Boston Celtics, all that shit, contrary to popular belief, he didn't lose his fortune gambling. Yeah. He lost his money in the housing market. Because when the fucking housing market crashed in 08, he had a hundred and eight houses in Chicago. <clears throat> that were under construction and no buyers. That's where he lost all his fucking money at. So people sit here and speak about like, oh, why would you want? Because this is a tangible asset that I can have now. It's not fair to me. If your birthday's tomorrow and I give you a $5,000 property that you gotta put 40 grand into, is that a gift? No. 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 It's not a fucking gift. Because even if you have the 40,000 to invest into the motherfucker, you still, have to then find a tenant to rent the bitch, deal with all of that nonsense that comes with renters and just people being pieces of shit, or hire a management company that's gonna take eight and a half to 11% out of your net rent every month, and then you have to go 40 months at $1,000 a month before you break even. Before you're even, fuck a return. And then you gotta go 40 more months before you make 40,000 in profit. Whereas you could go and buy the right stock tomorrow right. Mm-hmm. and the shit explode and now you're set for life. Vlad was talking about this shit because he's like a big proponent of stocks. Vlad said that in 2001 or whatever the fuck the original iPod came out, mm-hmm. the white one, was like $299. He said if you would have took $299 that day and bought Apple stock instead of buying the iPod, you have $62,000 today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because nobody realized, except for a handful of people, that technology was replacing real estate companies and brick and mortar this mm-hmm. and Macy's and all of this, these institutions of like American commerce. People didn't realize that technology companies were replacing that shit. So some people bought the stock, some people bought the fucking iPod, some people bought both. But there's no foolproof strategy to invest. All in all, like investing is just. You got to be willing to take a gamble. You yeah. know what I mean? In the long run. You ever hear Spencer Haywood's story? <clears throat> he was the like man coming out of college in like 78. And you remember sneakers and all of that shit wasn't what the fuck they are right. today. Niggas was wearing Chuck Taylors and shit yeah. like that. So Nike was pretty much just getting started. Yeah, they were starting. <clears throat> Phil Knight and them saw Spencer Haywood as like the guy. And they was literally on a tip like, look. We want you to, like, be the man at Nike, basically be, like, our big endorsement, whatever, whatever. And they offered him 10% of the company or $100,000. He took the 100 grand. He took the 100 bands. And, they, like, his lawyers, all of them was just, like, this company could be gone in the next year. <laughs> right. And they, had he took the joint, it'd be worth, like, eight-point-something billion. Yeah, hey, they're, they're I mean? an $80 billion dollar company yeah. now. But, like, he, and he, I saw him on a NBA Classics. He was just, like, he got no regrets about the shit. You know, what yeah. there's, at the time, it was 100000 in the 70s. Nigga. Yeah, fuck, what's that? Probably, like, $4 it's, million? It's, it's, mm-hmm. Like, they said pretty much anything from 1975 to now gets times, like, 12 to 13. So hundred thousand, probably like one point three, one point four million right. by today's standards. You know what I mean? Before a college kid, 
You know what I mean? Especially with the times. Niggas didn't have gas in the 70s. <laughs> so it was like, what the fuck? But yeah, that's kind of how it worked. And I, I literally saw that shit going on this week. And I'm just like... I think y'all are looking way too far into this shit. It's what like is, everybody wants to be Dr. Umar. You know what I mean? When when these situations <laughs> pop off, they want to, you know, the ancestor said that you need to own land and a mule and all this crazy ass shit. And it's just like, yo, if, if, if bro want to watch, just kidding. Just watch. Kidding, fucking watch. <laughs> I don't understand. Or if you insist on buying him a bando, get him a bando and a watch. Like, simple. And the whole shit was like, the whole everything was like, just people just going left. And I'm just sitting here like, I had to realize I'm arguing with people that don't have any property and don't have any or watches. I understand both right. sides of the shit, and they don't know, have any expertise in either one. I'm like, yo, I'm 10 watches in. Like, my, my personal collection, shit that I done bought and sold, traded. Gifts that I've given people, I'm 10, 12 fucking watches in. You have none. You have nothing to say about this fucking argument. I think what it boils down to is, like you said, people who don't really have the expertise telling people or giving an opinion. And it's just like, you got to really talk to somebody who's been through housing bullshit to really, really like. I know somebody who legitimately got fucked up with like a hard money situation. And like, you know, that... That should have changed your life. Yeah, that you won't. I got, I got two stories. I got a hard money story, and then I got a somebody self fin self finance story. Hard money story. Um, my cousin had a property um, in Southwest Philly, a mixed use building, C two building, uh, commercial and residential, whatever. Um, he converted it into straight commercial. He had a, a restaurant downstairs, barbershop upstairs. He took a hard money loan out on the property in order to do some renovations. This and this. He defaulted on the hard money loan. They. Outside of the fact that he already had paid back, like uh, I think he got a hundred ninety grand or some shit like that, he paid back one thirty five mm-hmm. on the hard money loan. Then they tried to trigger some provision in the contract that says you defaulted on the loan or whatever that, even though he paid the money back, he had to go to court, pay an additional, pay a lawyer however many thousands of dollars, pay an additional fifty five thousand dollars to save a property that's now probably worth one sixty. Um, that he owned free and clear had he not tried to take out this lien with a hard money lender on that property. So you're talking about $160,000 property, the one thirty five he paid plus another fifty five plus what he paid the lawyer. He's like two hundred in. So he's flipped $40,000 on yeah. that property. So that's the first one. Second one, I got a friend of mine um, that did a property, bought a property in um, Upper Darby or whatever. His real estate agent told him, that the best comp in the area was 180. So his number, as he's going through this property, finishing it up, is 180. He's paying this shit out of pocket. He ends up being between acquisition and what he paid to fix it at like 120. When he goes to close, he had a buyer. When he goes to close, the appraiser comes out and says, your house is appraised at $110,000. Like what do you they, mean it's at $110,000? They fucked yeah. up with the mileage. Fucked up with yeah. the comps. Your I've seen agent that went too far mm-hmm. on the comp. The comp is 0.8 miles. She went 1.2. Your house is now worth 110. Then he found a buyer that could make the buy it at 160. He like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to just take the 160, whatever, whatever. They had a grant that said they could only buy a house within Philadelphia city limits. So that one gets kicked out. Then he has to go try to refi the house and find a renter. He finds a renter, whatever, whatever. And him trying to refi the house and get his invest, get 80% of his money back that he put into it, There, every time he sends something back that they asked for, they ask for another documentation. He's been tied up in that for seven months. 
he still hasn't gotten any of his money back, and he's got a renter in there paying twelve hundred dollars a month on a property that he put one twenty into out of pocket. Ridiculous. And he was supposed to make sixty grand, and or whatever his split of sixty grand after the brokerage fees and all that shit. But he's still didn't get back his eighty percent of the yeah. refi yet. It's crazy how like <laughs> motherfuckers really just make it seem easy. Like it's not easy. I'm just get a property, put forty into it, and sell it, and it's just like that's it, not. It's not. That's, not, that's not what the fuck be happening, man. But I, I saw that shit going on this past week, and I'm just like. Why is this happening? Because people lack perspective and they want to be inc- like we live in an inclusive society where everybody wants to have something to say about everything, even if they don't have the best information or they're misleading people. They still want to just like be a part of the fray and like have something to say. And it's really some destructive conversations that be being had on social media yeah. because you take a dumb motherfucker that don't know no better and they looking at this conversation and think you got some sense and you don't know shit. And then they go following your advice and then be like, damn, I should have took the rollie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Six months later, like, damn, I should have took the rolly. Let me ask this. Where where do y'all see yourselves going with y'all podcast? I'm trying to get that uh, $3 million contract from Barstool. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, far, like, um, try and get paid from it. We're trying to, like, be international. Like, yeah, travel. Having, travel having guests from all over. Yeah. Yeah, Um, it, it's it's so weird with, with podcasting, man. It's just like... Because, again, it is new. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's it's a new thing. It's There is no, like, do this, this, that, and the third. Like, it's no blueprint yeah. to it. So it's like everybody's kind of, like, figuring this shit out. And it's like you'll have immense success at this moment. Then you'll have a couple months where you just, like, you know, we went through that. Like, where yeah. it was like, God damn, like, the shit was rolling, sponsors. Then we looking up, and we just, like... Wait, what the fuck? Like, do you want to record today? Not really. <laughs> right. well, not, yeah. not really, honestly. Like, because it's like it, it was no clear benefit to it, and right. it's like you know, there's a business term called with them. What's in it for me? And it's just like sometimes you just be like. I'm not getting anything from this shit. You know what I'm saying? Or right. you may be, you may be have building brand equity and gaining new followers and, and shit like better, that. Yeah. And but you don't feel it or whatever like that because nobody's not coming in your inbox like, yo, y'all killed it this week or whatever, whatever. So you may not be feeling it, but it's still happening. Right. And it's just like to to stick in the process and just keep going forward through that shit is the hardest part of this shit. Because look at the top guy in the business. Look at Joe Rogan. We don't know what Joe Rogan's making. Like, there's no standard of like, oh, Joe Rogan is doing 200 million downloads a month, but we don't know what the fuck he's getting paid, how it's monetized, how much uh, brand equity he has, how much he owns, if he sold something off to some private equity firm. Mm-hmm. We don't know shit about his business. Right. Nothing. So it's like, whereas like in sports or whatever, you know the highest paid player in the NFL is going to be Patrick Mahomes going to be making 50 million a season or whatever. Like, we have a standard. We don't have a standard in this industry because it's so fucking new. So it's like, Joe Button says some shit in his uh, pull-up interview with Wale. I was watching it today. He said, I'm not getting paid my market value from any of my contracts. And I'm like, well, if Joe Button not getting paid <laughs> properly for any of his deals, Revolt, fucking Spotify, uh, whatever other random shit he do with Charlemagne, if he's not getting paid market value for nothing, we're doomed. <laughs> like, it's like, what the fuck are we, like, what is there to look forward to? That just scared me when mm-hmm. he said that today. Because I'm just like, all right, so like, what's next or whatever like that. But he also, on another podcast, said he turned down $10 million, So... Because why? Because it was the structure wasn't <laughs> right. Because why? Because the structure wasn't right, and he was giving away his um his intellectual property. 
okay. And anybody in, in, that's smart in the business, Steve Stout just said this on The Breakfast Club. Um, Jesus and Merrill said it. You do not give away your intellectual property, no matter what you do. You sign to a network, you take less money, you lease them the IP, and you retain your ownership. Because like when uh, Jesus and Merrill was doing... Uh, First start, they had the web show before they had um, like the Showtime deal and all of that shit. And Charlemagne used to have them on Uncommon Sense oh, yeah, I remember as that. correspondence or whatever. And it was like, yo, we need to do a show for Bodega Boys. And they was like, uh-uh. This was four years ago. They was like, ah, that's our IP. Like, we keep Bodega Boys for our merch and for, like, our tour, our cruise, and they do a cruise every year. And our cruise and this and that, like, we don't give that away. Like, we don't mm -hmm. let motherfuckers touch that. Jesus and Marrow is separate from, like, Bodega Boys or whatever like that. Like, they're not the same entity. And uh, Steve Stout was just basically saying the same thing. He's like, Pod he's like, podcasting is the future of streaming. Joe Budden says the same thing. Podcasting is the future of streaming. They're going to have to start paying us, like, per view the same way that they pay artists soon. Because like it's only it, it's the same thing. It's on the same. It's built so, on the you know, same. You platform. know what's funny now that we talking about it. Somebody recently had asked me was like, what what like what, what do you plan on doing if a big contract comes? And I was like, ice myself out. Like, I was, like, <laughs> I don't, what are you saying? Like, and he was like, no, nigga. Like, if somebody comes at y'all with a contract to like sign to a network or be a part of this situation. But the deal ain't necessarily right. Because he's like, y'all talk about this all the time. Yeah. Sort of like how like artists enter into like, the, the uh, 360 deals right, right, and right. all this shit. And I'm like, we, you know, everybody on, it's, we just brought it up. Everybody on Twitter is like, why he take that deal? Fuck wrong with him. This motherfuckers with no jobs. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's a perplexing situation yeah. to be in. You know what I mean? Like you get a contract offer of rating your face. We'll give you 400K today. But you know over here it's not really right going forward yeah. for the next two or three years. And it's like, it, you know, 400K, I buy a couple rental properties. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, the, like all of that shit. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's a... You find ways to justify a bad deal. Right. You know, like that's a perplexing situation to yeah. be in. So we, you just made me think about that. It's just like, I, I asked you that, but honestly, we don't even know. Right. You know what I mean? Because it's like, me, yeah, I'd like to think we're worth... X amount of dollars, but if X amount of dollars come and it be like, yeah, y'all don't retain the rights to shit, and you're we just, own the just, name. You just paid talent. You know what I mean? Then it's like, goddamn. But they talking about seven fifty up for. It's just like, yeah, because you fuck around <laughs> and you sign the wrong deal, and then the realest podcast ever is like Ti and <laughs> Smoke Dizzle <laughs> some shit, Justin Timberlake, real <laughs> shit. Be like fuck, right? And and, and it's just like, damn, because you know. The thing with like a lot of this media shit is just getting out there and becoming a a name, so to say, and that's really where all these motherfuckers get paid from. Like all these, uh, they was talking about today on Twitter. You know, I don't know who none of these people are. I know y'all <laughs> probably all know the Alexis. Oh yeah. Oh, Alexis Sky and Jada no, and, Ari. and Ari. apparently these women are like just like BMs, like just baby yeah, mothers yeah. to like people and. It might have been black. I gotta unfollow black. It, it might have been black. <laughs> yeah, it, one of them because I don't follow many people. But one of them was just like, "Damn, it's crazy." Because women really like aspire to be this. Yeah. And it's like we really have reached the joint where it's just like, yeah, if you have a baby by the right nigga and get your name out there, you can host parties. You yep. can end up on Love and you can really, really make a dollar. You don't mm -hmm. own any of that shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that, that's kind of like the reverse. But but you lit. 
Mm-hmm. Designers is giving you clothes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers. Literally, uh, Adam Sandler was saying that shit. Like, when he became, like I said, he's like, I get more free shit than I know what to do with. Yeah. Like, just here, you want to be seen in this. You know, remember Vince got the Maserati, just right. drive around <laughs> in this shit. Like, but that's again getting your name out there, but you don't own anything. And it's just like, we we actually talk about it, but it's like, damn, on the flip side, do we care? You know what I'm saying? About because you always talk about being on Love and Hip Hop. I don't want to do that <laughs> shit. But it's just like Yeah, but it's like, damn, that is a crazy concept or like a perplexing situation to be in. It's like, damn, do we really sign the rights away to this shit for a mill tonight? Probably. Probably. Yeah. But that 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 that's some shit that just always sits in my mind. Cause like I'll ask somebody that. But realistically, you don't know because you you don't know what the future holds. You know right. what I mean? You don't know what the fuck's gonna come. You don't know what's gonna happen. And I'll be honest, when we started this whole podcast shit, I really didn't see none of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like when I walked out on the stage at the live show, I'm like, oh, we playing games. Like we don't <laughs> even, people here. Like we don't even got no content for these fucking people. But. And that, again, because we literally, somebody asked me the other day, like, how'd y'all start the podcast? And uh, Lee was sitting next to me, and, and she was talking to her friend, and she was like, he's so fucking, because I'm trying to voice note with y'all. Yeah, and yeah. every time I get to go, and she said, I'm, you got to stop talking. And, like, Yo, and, and she like, y'all be so fucking hype with the voice note shit. And I'm just like, it's crazy, because that's how the, the podcast right. started. That's how it started. Us just arguing, discussing shit in the, in the group chat with the voice note. And I, you know, when he was like, "Yo, let's let's do the podcast," and I'm just like, "About what?" And he was just like, "This shit we be talking about in a group chat." And I'm like, "That shit isn't entertaining for like the people." He was like, "No, it really is. Like we be fucking dying laughing all right. day. Like we got to put that shit out there." And then we started, and I'm just like, "This is some shit just for us to do and be cool and you know put out to our folks." And then motherfuckers start hitting me from Texas and Florida. <laughs> and I'm just like, "Wait, what the fuck?" You know what I'm saying? And now we're on a, I feel like we're on the cusp. Of something, yeah. I don't know what the fuck is happening, but we're there. You know what I mean? And it's just like, like I get alerts every day. Like we basically over the summertime, um, you know, when our production slowed down and all that, I went ahead and took back like the controls over everything like related to our show, like all of our back end stuff, our host, our web hosting, um, our web hosting, our uh, data tracking, our advertising account, like all of that, just because it's like I need to put hands on like this information, like I need to know what the fuck is going on. Like I don't need nobody to be like a steward for my money or for like my you know what I'm saying like my my intellectual property. So with that being said, now that I have it, like I get alerts every day. You have new followers on Podbean. You da 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 like <clears throat> We get to track our numbers, like we know in real time, like you know what episodes are doing better than others, how shit is trending, and stuff like that. And it's power in that because now it's like, all right, we can roadmap ourselves to where we want to mm-hmm. go, as opposed to like guessing and hoping that you know what somebody, what a third party is telling us is like the accurate information. Right. So. So where do y'all see the future yeah. of podcasting going? For uh, us or in general? For y'all. Yeah, that's too way different. For y'all. <laughs> that's too I want to know both. For y'all um, in general, um, I, I tend to agree with Joe Button in, um, in terms of like podcasting being the future of streaming. I think that it's just going to be almost like a universal like marketplace where everybody has some form of a podcast that whether it's a, a monthly or a weekly recurring, whatever the case may be, um, like even like 
platforms like ESPN have podcasts now, where it's like they produce original programming, but now they produce podcasts also because of the content library that you can build. And I think that like podcasting is going to go in terms of like how television shows are. It was like people are going to be able to sell their content libraries to big companies to you know or lease their lease their content libraries to people um, going forward and be able to make shit loads of money from them because of all of the viewership like this is a probably like a seven-year-old industry or something like that whenever the fuck joe rogan joe rogan's the first podcast he's like columbus or yeah. you know what i'm saying so it's like whenever the fuck he started that's when podcast started so him and uh juan epstein yeah uh, peter rosenberg cypher sound so this is probably like an eight or a nine-year-old industry hip-hop conversely is a 40-year-old industry so you're not even nowhere near like what the peak of it is so you're still in the infancy stages any any type of business model that's newly established first 20 years is like infancy stage or whatever like that so anybody that's getting in now if you're good and your product lasts you're going to be able to cut through like a lot of the bullshit of people creating shows every week and all of that stupid shit and people that actually have a message to get across and Locking and building a real fan base are going to get super rich off of this shit, like in the next five, ten years. Yeah, I, I see podcasting being like you—you you, you could just see it now, like sort of like how XNBA and NFL niggas like get front office jobs. It's like what the rappers do when the last album didn't go number one. It's like oh, just get a pod. You know what I'm saying? Like literally, you look up and it's so many people. I every day I find out, and I ain't even talking about like no local shit. I mean like. Yeah, the national shit. Yeah, Matt Barnes and them got a podcast. Like every their shit is all their shit is great. I was listening to one of their joints last week. There are a lot of different podcasting thing. Like Stone Cold has one of the best podcasts out there. This is yeah. one of the biggest wrestlers ever. Like just everybody has a podcast for all different things. Like he said, ESPN has a podcast where they do thirty for thirty shorts. Like how they do the thirty for thirty documentaries. They do twenty five minute podcasts on all kinds of different shit they didn't do the shows about. Then you got. Uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. You got Brilliant Idiots. You got The Read. You got just every guy, the, the guys we fucked, and all, all of this different yeah. shit that go on in a podcast universe. <clears throat> and for there to be so much content and so many things and so many actual. The Breakfast Club has a podcast now. You know what I mean? Like, it's really, really gonna explode. But with it exploding, it's sort of like rap how rap exploded and everybody was driving bentley's and having six seven figure deals it was also niggas who was trying to rap when they was 40 you yeah, know what i mean right. and then their mom's basement and shit like that so it's like we're gonna have to deal with that shit too you know what i mean so it's definitely dope it's definitely something that's it's gonna be here i think it's, that it's, is kind of like the marijuana industry where it's like the powers that be haven't figured out how to properly monetize it yet and once they figure that out then, kind of like I talked about, like, you'll start to see, like, more contracts, like, and shit like that, like, getting announced and more public information that kind of dictates who's worth what to the overall industry. And once they figure out how to, like, how they do Apple Music to monetize these podcasts and the podcast app ain't free no more and they figure that part of it out and then it's like a point oh 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 eight cent per stream payout and then you get paid every 30 days or whatever all of that shit once they figure that piece out that's when the money is coming because then the sponsors will be able to look and say all right 
You got a hundred thousand podcasts on your platform. You charging people three ninety nine a month. That's X Y Z a month. That's X Y Z a year. That people are paying constantly paying into this fund. That you basically are raising a fund when you do that shit. So you're basically had people paying into this forty million dollar a year fund. Cool. Now we can really flood the advertising right. dollars because we know that. You're invested because people are giving you their money every right. month. So you're going to keep the best quality product that you can on your platform because you have a relationship and a responsibility to the consumer now because they're paying for the content instead of getting it for free. Another thing I think with the whole podcast, podcast thing, y'all experience, is, experience it as y'all go on is you kind of just find your, 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 like, your, your thing. You know what I mean? Like When we first started, we really didn't have like – uh, we had a good flow yeah. of of a show, but we really didn't have like just a thing. Like like whatever it was, it just it it worked, but not really. And in the last, I say. 30, 40 episodes, we've really figured it out, like how to flow, how we go, how we play off of each other. Mm -hmm. You know, it's saying the third, and we've gotten to the point now where we can do interviews we can be serious we can really really get a dope message across we can be silly as shit we can like be ignorant than a motherfucker like it just you know we can do live shows we can do roots picnic stage where these people aren't there for us right you know what i'm saying and we still rocked it so um yeah it, it took 60 shows right <laughs> to figure that shit out and the, the first 60 aren't throwaways but i can't listen to them like i can listen to the last 40 right and That's kind of how I feel, yeah. So it's like, it's the, as far as us going forward, it's like, I, 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 I mean, I, literally, you because you really don't, you know, know what I mean? Right. Like, the phone can ring tomorrow with something crazy, and it's yeah. like, you know. I think that, um, you know, we're making steps in the right direction. I got a lot of, like, you know, important friends that have, like, cool jobs and shit like that, and they're, like, because of the live show presence, now it's everybody's eyes open, like, this is a business now. Like, so now, mm -hmm. like, my friend that works for East Coast Wine and Spirits, he's using Hennessy to sponsor our next live podcast on April 3rd That's at Punchline dope. or whatever like that. And he's using his influence and his branding to be able to leverage us to try to get us a better deal. So it's like stuff like that. Like, and when that happens, like, we get the national Hennessy sponsorship or whatever, and they want to tour with us, or we get the national Duce sponsorship, and they want to pay for our tour and take our top 12 markets and put us on the road or whatever, whatever. that's when the game is going to change, like, for us. Because, like, you look at shows like The Reed and shit like that. They do four shows in D.C. They do six in New York City, like, live shows at... 2,000 people a right. show, like crazy shit. Like they doing artist numbers. They doing better than a lot of artists. Most artists can't come to D.C. and sell four shows at 2,000 uh, seats a pop. Right. It's, it's like, who do we know that can do that shit? And, and it goes to show you that like the media revolution that I thought about three years ago was correct because in the hands of the people is the best form of the medium. So it's like when I think about like the best people podcasting to read uh, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's not like a superstar, some insanely popular guy. He's like known for like some niche audience right. type shit, Fear Factor and uh, UFC. UFC and like shit like that. These are niche audiences that grew up with him. And it's just that his perspective is so much better than everybody's. And his willingness to explore the unknown, that's the key to his show. Right. I kind of cracked the code finally. His willingness to explore the unknown 
in great detail, like painstaking detail, is what separates his product from everybody else out there in the market. And he's just a relentless, as far as how he produces, like he produces fucking four shows a week. Like, yeah. Nobody can outwork him when it comes mm-hmm. to you know podcasting. He's basically taking like the Howard Stern blueprint and just applying it to like podcasting. Yeah, can we can we for a second talk about like the big shit that's going on this week? For sure. Uh, were were y'all pop smoke fans? Um, I, I was. I Amber. haven't heard of him until he died. <clears throat> Amber, you're lying. What was I didn't? What's the pop smoke? Welcome song? to the party. I didn't know that his name was Pop Smoke. Like, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I didn't know. I be hearing was. these songs outside, but I saying she she didn't like them because I used to play uh, Welcome to the Party in the car, and she'd be like, "Can you turn this off?" <laughs> I didn't know that the Dior John was him. Mm-hmm. You I know would, Dior too. I would hear because they. It's funny at my gym at night. It's like they. It's like a nigga DJ. It's like my little, bank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like during the day they playing like Molly Cyrus and Atlantis Morissette and shit. Yeah. But at night you know how we supposed yeah be on and shit. It'll be rap songs on I don't know because it's like a blackboard work yeah. like, I don't know if he hook his iPad up or what but I would hear the Dior Dior like, I would hear that shit all the time and I didn't know who it was I just would hear it and I was like that joke got a nice little catch ring to it and then he you had him here yeah just had him here right and when I saw like the, physically yeah he was at Noto we had Noto. a show with him at Noto yeah, they did a party with him. Happy yeah. all crazy, that. crazy party too. And I, and I saw. I probably the, saw you posting it and just didn't even know yeah, just who it was. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I didn't know. It, it was just like Pop Smoke said no though. I was like, "What the fuck is Pop Smoke?" Tap. You know, I was like, "Tap." Like, you know, cool. And then when I saw the morning that you know he got you know uh, gunned down or whatever, I'm like. Damn, that's the bull Chad just had at, at Noto. Like, yeah. fuck, you know what I'm saying? It was like the randomest killing in like a long time. And it's so weird because it's gotten so strange with like everything after it. Like, yeah. first it was a home invasion. Then they like, oh no, it was, it was a targeted a hit. 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 Yeah. And then the 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 boy yesterday with the Instagram post. Uh, <laughs> what is yeah. that about? Like, what Instagram post yesterday? Somebody said the one that said I'm the one that yeah. gave up the address. Oh, I ain't see that. Yeah, niggas will he literally was like a square. Yeah, like, niggas born in the '90s will literally implicate Yo, themselves as accessory to murder. Like a, a hit like, on a popular rapper. He posted a picture of himself like in a studio. Was like, yeah, I gave the address up because I thought they wanted to go talk to him because he owed him some money. Da, 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 da. I, I guess know it was gonna go I left ain't gonna like go that. know it was gonna get left. Please don't come arrest me. Da, da, da. I'm, I didn't see that. I missed yeah. that one. I'm like, yo, the internet is, is really like, this nigga look like he worked for a Geek Squad for Best Buy. That's why I gave up the Addy. Like, shut up. And, and it's just wild what we do now for like, don't they say it? Like, Bang. clout. Yeah, for like, like that yeah. shit for is lights. just, it, it just is nuts, yo. And I, I'm just like, here you got another rapper who's dead, murdered, gunned down. Another family destroyed, fucked up, you know, and the, the saddest part of me, I know this might be me being a little bit of an asshole, whatever, I don't know, is he's the earner. Yes, he's yeah. a breadwinner. He's the earner for his friends, his, 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 his everybody. He's like, the lead artist on a brand new label. Steven Victor, who's Pusha T's business partner, his manager and all of that. Um, he has a new label called Victor Victor. It's with Universal Republic. Pop is his first artist. Like he's the money. His success determines what we can spend on who else, how much money flow right. through here, what type of salaries we can fucking pay. Motherfuckers like he's the proof of concept. So it's like, yo, if 
killing him fucks up so much shit and for it's so just like many you, people. You watch he, you know, whenever these rappers how they talk about like the entourage and all that shit. It's like these people are necessary. A lot of these people be right. managers, road managers, assistants. You know. Uh, what they call it for the clothes? Uh, wardrobe stylist. Wardrobe stylist. All that. Like, your barber might be with, you know, all kinds of shit. I literally watched the joint where Phil Ivey was running around. He was, like, gambling like, four different casinos and shit. And he, he flew into Foxwoods in Connecticut. He went there. He gambled for, like, an hour. Won, like, 200 grand. And the dude on ESPN was like, Phil Ivey, in less than two hours, is back at the airport getting on his private jet, accompanied by his entourage of his golf coach, his personal trainer, his chef. And I'm just like, yeah, that's really like, it'd be yeah. like motherfuckers working for you and shit. Like, so it's like, you're the main artist. You're the guy. You die. Now the chef isn't needed. The barber isn't needed. The golf coach can go over the fuck. And it's just, damn, like here we are with another situation where dude did, nobody really know. It's going to be a whole bunch of bullshit ass speculation. Mm. You see all the shit with the chicks? Yeah. <clears throat> I'm just like, uh, and, and it, through it all, the shit that pissed me off the most, and we really got into this the other day with a couple of our homies, the the notion of whenever a rapper get dead, it's the music's fault. A rapper get dead? Rapper get killed. <laughs> rapper ends up dead. <laughs> rapper ends up dead. That's, that's what my grandpa <laughs> rapper get dead. Yeah, Don't get dead while you're out there partying. That's how my grandpa used to be. But like, whenever a rapper gets killed or something happens, it's like, oh, it's the music's fault. Yeah, I heard somebody saying it. When they was getting them confused, they was like, oh, yeah, he talk about shooting in the in the in his songs. And they was talking about Fabio the whole time. He do all the shooting, the, oh, ba- the banging noises in his oh. And they was talking about the wrong, yeah. the wrong artist. I just think it's a, it's a lazy argument. And we talked about this, and I'm going to let Matt go into detail on it, because we talked about this a lot Regardless of what you do in your song, that shit is art. It's art. You know what I'm saying? And and, and it sounds crazy to some people because they still, we got this old archaic like notion of hip hop not being art when in reality it's the one true art form out there. These rock and roll, these R&B, these clubs. What's the other shit? Pop music. These motherfuckers don't even write their songs. Like, it sounds they crazy. Have no, they have no skin in the game nine times Beyonce don't be writing them songs. Bruno Mars don't be writing them songs. Like, it's a couple songwriters out there, Neo and Dream and all that shit. But for the most part, a lot of these, Michael Jackson wasn't even writing songs. You know what I mean? So you got rappers who, Chief Keith music might not be your cup of tea, but Chief Keith is rapping about O-Block and shit. Like, what he sees day in and day out in Chicago. What's the chick, uh, real quick, from Chicago? Um, she nuts. She, she, she nuts. They, they, one of them reality chicks, um... God damn, it'll come to me. But she posted the other day when the All-Star game was there, you know, for Chicago. Yeah. She posted a tweet on... She, like, tweeted, um... Yeah, shout out to my city, Chicago. We held it down. We had a couple minor incidents, but nothing too crazy. And we represented good for the city. I'm like, sis, 26 people got shot this weekend <laughs> oh in Chicago. God. Like, what? And it's like, that's him. That's art. That's life. That's what's going on. So it's like, we don't get mad at Jay-Z for telling us what he told us in Reasonable Doubt or Volume 1 or Volume 2. This was his life. This is what was going right. on. Same with DMX. DMX literally showed up on the scene. It was like, I'm smacking niggas. I'm fucking shit. Right. This is what I'm going through, and this is what I'm doing. Same with Beans. Same with Meek. Same with 
Well, Ross was lying. Uh, <laughs> trying to think who else was like uh, Scarface and Willie D and them. Like you know, like this is what's going on at Snoop and, and them and at Long Beach. Like this is what's going on in life. So it's like you turn around and it's like, oh, somebody get killed. And it's like, yeah, see, it's the music fault. And it's just like, nah, that's a lazy ass argument to me because yeah. it, it's. It's deeper than that for a lot of these dudes. They telling you about their life. And it, granted, like I just said, there are a lot of these rappers who ain't even, they lying. They making all this bullshit up. How we always talk about, like, uh, Cardi B and uh, what's the one from the City Girls? Uh, Young Miami. Young Miami and uh, all these, they all have children and, and right. relationships and shit. And they right. telling you to go hoe and do all this crazy shit, but it's like, And no. they love they niggas. Mm -hmm. <laughs> love it, they it, cheating niggas at right, that. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So it's like, to me, that's just a lazy and annoying ass argument to where a rapper gets killed and it's like, oh yeah, it's the music's fault. I, yeah, I like hate if somebody, that shit. if somebody, if Al Pacino gets smoked tomorrow, nobody gonna be like, oh, remember that time he played Tony Montana? Like they're not, they're not <laughs> right. gonna do that shit, like because they're allowed to be artists. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And it's like a white motherfucker could overdose. And they'll still find a way to blame society know, and yeah. systemic oppression. And it's like, no, you made a decision to shoot this fucking fentanyl in your arm, and you knew that there was probably at least like a 20% right. chance that you could have went too far. But they'll still try to make it an opioid crisis and a bigger thing, whatever. But a black guy gets smoked, and it's like, oh, it's blaming on hip hop. And it's just like, hip hop yeah. is an easy scapegoat. It's, like, a, it's, it's just... a super easy scapegoat. And it's despite the fact of, all the money that's being made. What about the fucking white and the Jewish CEOs that are making all this bread right. off of hip-hop? Where's Leor Cohen's uh, karma? What's Craig Kalman, who runs Atlantic Music Group? What's his karma? Like, what are these people that are at the top that are financing right. these, the, whole, these, thing. the yeah. whole thing? Like, what's their karma? They get to fucking go home every night and eat brisket and do whatever the <laughs> fuck they want, and nobody's not tripping on none of them. You know like, what I'm I, I can legitimately remember when, like, Kurt Cobain committed suicide. And it was, like, all of these deep dives into, like, how depressing Seattle is. You know, like, a lot of people say Seattle's a depressing city yeah. to live in. Like, apparently they have, like, Cold more, rain, more rain, suicides yeah. than, like, any other major city in the country or some crazy shit. Like, and I'm just, like, if, you know, any rapper would have killed themselves in Seattle would have been, like, yeah, see, listening to the music. And he was in fear for his life because he was gangbanging on the side. It's just all kinds of stupid shit comes out. And I hate that because... Rap is so instrumental to life. Like, hip-hop is, like, necessary all across the board for, like, everything. It's like the new pop music. So we love it when it's nobody getting killed, nobody dying. We love the shit. Legitimately, they take the most hardcore rap songs and try to make them, like, friendly. Mm -hmm. And they'll put them on commercials. They'll do mm -hmm. all different kinds of little stupid ads. They'll have it in movies. All of this shit. But then if somebody dies, it's like, oh, see, it's hip-hop fault. And I hate that. I, I do not understand that yeah, shit at all. About this a couple weeks ago on the show, they had a fucking Taylor Swift commercial uh, on, for Apple Music with Jumpman. Yeah. The music, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, y'all can't have it both ways. Y'all right. can't mon fully monetize hip-hop to the degree that y'all have. Put it in everybody's faces, and then when shit go wrong, y'all still be like, that violent hip-hop, like, it's like, nah, like, we gotta move away from that. It's a very cheap and lazy argument and um it does I didn't know he was that young. He was a yeah, baby. That's, he was 20 that's years old. Part. He was 20. Like it was when you the old the old I thought the nigga was 37 <laughs> years old. I did four kids. dog I, I even when I saw him he don't I, look 20. He don't look 20 years old. Yeah. I thought he was like a grown ass man and they baby. was like yeah 20 year old rapper pop smoke. I'm like I must be somebody else that Chad had it fucking no and 
I'm like, dog, I didn't know he was that fucking young. Like, he's not even legal. Nope. And I'm just like, God damn. Like, that fucked me up a little bit. The, uh, do you see the shit with his homie? Like, he had to, like, damn near delete his gram. That's his brother. Oh, it's his brother. He said they got the same mom, the one they was blaming. Yeah. That's his brother. Oh, wow. And they was blaming him for his death. And he like, this is, we got the same mom. This is my blood. I wouldn't set him up. That don't make sense. Yeah. Yeah, they was talking about he gave that. They, he accidentally yeah, he had, put the address yeah, he out. Yeah, blur it out. Or and that's when they was talking about the whole conspiracy, the, uh... Like the home invasion shit, but it's like if it's a targeted hit, that shit don't fucking matter, you know. So it's like, the, and that's the weirdness that is the internet sometimes. Yeah. Like it, it, a lot of times, I did. That's me unfollowing. I, the, <laughs> I got to go because y'all, it, it's it's too much. It'll burn you the fuck out. Mm -hmm. And it's like literally the second somebody we did it a couple weeks ago with Kobe. They did the same thing with Kobe. They tried was, to blame the pilot. Dog, like, motherfuckers was posting helicopter crashes. Like damn, I just seen the Kobe drone go down. I'm just like. Yeah, the internet yeah, is it. a scary ass fucking place. You know, when they get cracking, I, I, and I saw it again. Like I said, with that situation, I'm just like, imagine, like me and him do this, and it take off. Hurt my hand. We we take off and we go to we move to L. A. and this and the third, and something God forbid happened to one of us, and the other one got to deal with. Oh, what you set him up? Mm -hmm. Then and it just like where was you at when this shit went down? Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> bruh, <laughs> like what? And and that. We don't even take time to process that type shit. Like, yeah. your, your your best friend, your brother done got killed. A mother lost her son. If he got kids, they done lost a dad, brother, sisters. It, it, and, and then you turn around and you got to deal with people like, why'd you get the address out? Why would you? It, it just. Yeah. I'd be good on you. The whole man. thing with me that was just like shocking was like, I've been in the Hollywood Hills several times. I got friends that live up there. You know how much balls you gotta have yeah. to go to, to the Hollywood a, Hills and do it. The hit? Hills is right. crazy. Cause you like you did like the shit is so narrow in certain yeah. parts depending on where they at. It's like getting up. You ain't getting up and down in no fast, fast nope. manner. Like mm -hmm. you're not. You fucking gonna go off that motherfucker. You be part of right. the Hollywood mm -hmm. son. Mm -hmm. So it was like so the whole thing of even going to the Hollywood Hills to do a hit is like. Y'all niggas are the craziest niggas of all time. Apparently, there's a video. I didn't see it or whatever, but I was reading about it the other day. They have the home surveillance shit really? from the house. So it says that four men pull up. One goes in the back. Three are in the front. They all wind up going in the back. Yeah. Then three more. Then three come out from the back. And then one, one come comes out, out the of the front. front door. You know what I'm saying? And it, like yeah, so and and my, my I, even when they first started the uh, the home invasion shit, I'm just like it didn't what, take nothing. What was take? Yeah, yeah, like what what was what was misplaced? What was take? Like mind you, what a home invasion with somebody who's renting a house. I don't know if anybody's ever like we rented the the mansion in Miami. The, everything's locked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we can't even get into some of the shit now. We we couldn't get into the garage. Not like it's just there's shit just locked because it's a rented house. It's yeah. like a, a hotel room. And what what exactly would you get with that invasion? A couple watches, a chain. Yeah, this is not his home, right? right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that whole shit just made absolutely no sense to me at all. Then as they started talking to hit shit, and like I said they said they had video from the the property, yeah. but the only thing it was. There was no camera fixed on the back door of the house. Yeah. So you, they didn't actually get the video of the guy going. The shit that in. matters most. Right. They not thinking that anybody's gonna come to the Hollywood Hills mm -hmm. and kill a rapper. 
Sad situation. Sad. It's so sad. Yeah, because he was like, I, I, I didn't even realize he was like as popping as he, as yeah. he was. And then it's like you start to go back and you like see some of his interviews and like shit like that. Mm-hmm. And his, his, his actual how he was and his music persona totally different. Like yeah. he's a cool ass nigga. Like he was fun. Him and mm-hmm. Angie Martinez was laughing and joking for an hour, and he was like, "Yo, do the pop smoke impersonation." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he's like a <laughs> cool, dope young nigga. Like and he was just like, "I ain't on the gang shit." Whatever he was, but. I ain't on the gang shit. Like I'm, just, I'm on some fly shit and blah blah blah. And you know, I just want to have a good time. And we like dancing and partying and getting money. And and you know, they were he was part of a like resurgence of like you know his neighborhood mm-hmm. as far as rap goes. Him and Fabio and Bobby and Rowdy about to come home and all of that shit. And it's like yo, y'all took the heart of that shit like out. And Fabio does what? Fabio's the big drip record. Okay, yeah. I, I knew I heard the song that he apparently does or whatever. You know, I don't really get into all of this stuff. You said Bobby and Rowdy are coming home. Yeah, a couple really? months. Really? Yeah. I thought they got like eight years. In the yeah. seven it's, years, it's, it passed. Yeah, they come home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you got to remember, when they first started yeah. popping, it was over. Like, they yeah, got popping, like had a six-month run, 14. and it was over. Yeah, yeah. shit. They about to come home. <laughs> yeah, I think all of them are about to come home except for like the one guy that refused to take a plea. They gave him like 79 years. Like, yeah. oh, okay, cool. See you later. <laughs> they roofed him. But yeah, Bobby Rowdy, all the other GS9s about to come home. All the little GS9s are grown now. Like, shit, crazy. Yeah. So Pop Smoke was from Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Oh, you are from Brooklyn. Close, okay. right? Something like that. Yeah, him, him mm. Fabio, uh, Bobby, and Rowdy, all from like a four block radius. Within one another, it's crazy. Damn, Shane, we gotta stop killing rappers. The yes, sad part yeah. is, we're the only ones. Fuck the rapper part of it. We're the only ones that like do this shit. Yeah. Like I get proximity killing and all that, and um, you know, white people kill white people. You kill motherfuckers where you live, but you take cities like Philadelphia right now. What's going on? Chicago, uh, Camden, New Jersey, Wilmington, Delaware, like fucking Shreveport, Louisiana, shit like this. That's like yo. We're fucked up, Dog. like on the like just the way that we treat. It speaks to how we treat one another and how invaluable life is. I was reading in a, certain communities. I was reading an article yesterday. They had a van roped off at Temple Emergency Room. Now, mind you, when I broke my hand a couple months ago, they took me to Temple Emergency. Yeah. So I know how it looks. You go under the joint. Like yeah. it's almost like you're going underground, but not really. So I've, I've seen it, you know. And the van was sitting there. It was roped off with the yellow tape. So I'm reading the the headline and shit. And it was like, this van is roped off. The man drove it to the hospital. Him and the, the woman lady. were shot. She was pregnant. Yep. They took them into emergency surgery. She tried was six to, months pregnant. Tried to save the baby. The baby. Both, both of them wound up dying. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm reading it. I'm just like, so somebody shot the guy, the, her, the baby died. She And I'm just like, bruh. And Carl was not funny, but... Funny, Carl this morning he had commented on it and was just like, Philly ought to be ashamed of itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a damn shame. And some lady comes on his Jones like, Oh, really? You cursing now? Crazy. We got pastors out here cursing. And Carl, like, look, if if <laughs> damn is a curse word to you, cool. I'd rather you I'd rather the pastor say damn. Instead of at not giving one about right. the sin. I'm just like, yeah, what the fuck are you, you even talking about? The wrong stuff. <laughs> like what? And it's just like, yo. 
we've really gotten to the point where like women getting shot. Yeah, we're. How do y'all feel about that as women? It's, it's scary. It's, sad. it's like it, it makes me like sick to my stomach. Mm-hmm. It's crazy as shit. Like, cause I remember back in the day, like if a woman got shot, it would be like everything ceases. Yeah, it's like, pandemonium. It's the, like the old heads would come out. Like, mm-hmm. all right, y'all out of pocket, y'all. Tra- and it's like. Every day there's a new woman getting shot. Yeah. And it's just like this. And it shit. don't be by accident. It be targeted. Like, like it's that deep. I, I seen a motherfucker. I remember I was in a Chinese store on Bro and Allegheny. You know that drone go down at uh oh, man. Yeah, it was late night. I was on some bullshit. <laughs> I was late night. Coming from the gig, whatever, whatever. And they the the niggas be selling like weed and shit at the Dunkin' Donuts and shit. Yeah. Like they just be out that motherfucker. And the, the chicks, you know, it's weird because y'all know y'all women. You ever deal with, like, a nigga trying to talk to you and you like, no, I'm cool, and that turn into... A confrontation. Right. I be really scared I'm going to get shot sometimes and I, like, Yo. don't want to talk to guys. And... I guess boy like he pulled her arm like yo let me talk to you for a minute she like yo cool out like the fuck and he like bitch like da 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 and then boy yeah, who you calling bitch me. and da 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 and I'm I'm at the glass like yo come on like four wins my heart hurry up with them jokes and they going at it going at it and it got so it got like deafening silent because he was like all that back and forth da 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 bitches get their head blown off too I'm like whew. I mean, I'll get shot right. this motherfucker. Like, I got to get the fuck out of here. And it's just like, that that logic, like, you really outside, probably with a pistol on him. And he, like, mind you, he was trying to talk to Shorty. Now you want to kill him. Now you want to kill him. Like, like the, are you retarded? Like, what? And that 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 whole Dunkin' Donuts, that Dunkin' Donuts uh Chinese store late night. Don't go anywhere. That that shit is crazy. They need and to close that shit at four p.m. <laughs> you gotta give niggas somewhere else to go. Like not here. Yo, listen. Funniest story, real quick. That, that Chinese store. I get off work late night. I would go there all the time because they that shit would be like the only thing open in Northville. I used to live up that way, so I would get off. It was like two in the morning. I go to the fucking Chinese store. It's pouring down rain. So everybody come in the Chinese store. They throw their umbrellas down. Right on the, the little, you know how Chinese people always put down the potato chip box like the cardboard <laughs> so everybody throw their umbrella down and then walk on the, the cardboard and it's it's packed in there cause you know motherfuckers out there selling a little weed yeah. or whatever so it's 15, 20 motherfuckers in the store whatever so I'm just like I called so I'm just like god damn this Jonas what the fuck is going on mind you it's, it's pouring I get out my truck run in whatever whatever so the two little niggas they get their grub the bull reaches down where the, the umbrellas was yeah. at. <laughs> he he starts picking up his umbrella and his man that he with was like, yo, you drawling with that big ass umbrella. <laughs> and he was like, man, shut the fuck up because you're going to be right up under this jaw. <laughs> and as he picked it up, I'm to myself was like, Yo, I've never seen an umbrella that big in my life. Like, that's the biggest umbrella I've ever seen. So he picked it up, and I, I'm dead as to myself, like, yo, that really is a gigantic umbrella. They walked outside, and he started cranking it. It was the chunk from a patio. He started cranking a little handle, and the shit started lifting. I was like, yo, what the fuck? It was a patio umbrella. I was like, yo, Philly is crazy as shit. They definitely they so different. Yo, he started cranking the little. I swear to God, you know it reads. <laughs> Sad part is he don't even have a patio at home. Yo, and he like, was walking. Get he was walking down the street. Like <laughs> well, I tell you, the whole store was on the floor. We was in there bawling, crying. 
ass up covering his motherfucking dog. <laughs> he and drove with that big ass up. <laughs> and I swear, he, as his homie said it, to, to, like, to myself, I'm just like, yo, that really is a big ass umbrella. And he walked outside. <laughs> and when he started doing this, I'm like, oh, come the fuck on, <laughs> It was a patio umbrella, yo. Craziest shit I ever seen. That Chinese oh. story is mayhem, yo. But real talk. Holy it's, shit. It's like these men go outside with this attitude towards women where, like, you ain't going to give me no lip. You ain't going to give me no back talk. I think we owe him something. This shit be crazy, man. I'm, I, I've seen so many different little situations where I just be like... And it go back to what we was talking about earlier. Like, being a woman, like, my sisters, just women in my life, just everything, that shit really be making me, like... Because I don't want to get one of them calls. Like, you know what I'm saying? Something went left. Some guy and did some crazy shit. It's just like... In the world we live in now, is it's... it's Fucked up, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, I want to speak nicely on it, but it's, it's you can't. It's like when you got pregnant women getting shot, it's like right. I think black women are the most devalued and disrespected species oh, it's, for sure. It's, it's, it's not in even the close. world. Elaborate on that. It's, it's really not. I mean, the fact that, like, our it's, it's just no cold, like, uh, niggas talk to us anyway, like, treat us anyway, but then they get other women from other races and, and they are goddesses yep. to them, and it's like. <clears throat> Your mom, I'm I'm the same thing as your mom. How right. you gonna treat me like this? But they don't be respecting their moms. They so don't like... be respect. That is, that's a good point too. Yeah, you, you ain't lying with that one. <laughs> it just amazes me to where you as a as a guy, you know, I'm a man. So I've hey, what's going on? Oh, I ain't got time. All right, cool. Right. I think just people just be like on drugs. Like, why do you get <laughs> so mad that I said no? Like, what's What's going on in your head that you had to get that angry? Right. What about the word no that just triggers yeah, you to like, just... Now you want to kill, kill you. Yeah, now you want to kill me. Uh, now you got to go, bitch. No. Yeah, I never understood the attitude of if she don't give me the number or don't give me no play and no attention, I'm going to turn this shit into some some argumentative... I, right. I never understood that aspect Yeah, it don't make it. sense. Yeah, it's just like, oh, all right, cool, you know, whatever. You know, so I see her around. Whatever, you know what I'm saying? Double back, whatever, whatever. But I really watched that motherfucker one day. He was really, like, he said that shit out loud. Like, no, bitches get their head blown off, too. And I'm just like, fam, you you, you somewhere else right now. Like, bring it back. You was trying to fuck her 20 minutes, 20 seconds ago. Like, you tripping. God's really cool out. Put the, put the uh, Pepsi with the 20 zannies in it down, please. And, and it's just, mm. that shit is, is... That's just like niggas shooting their baby moms. That People do that. Like, what's wrong with you? You see the shit? You the just chick, was loving her. The chick, uh... They said the the phone saved her. Yeah, Did you see on, that shit? On, what was that? Half of her or Did you see like that? that at all? No. She yeah. was going to work. She came out the crib to go get in an Uber. It was mm-hmm. like five in the morning. And the Uber driver saved her like like he's low key saved her life. She was going to get an Uber. The baby father rolls up. Shot her in the face. Da, 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 shoots her in the face. Oh shit. She, she was phone. on the phone. And the 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 the, the, the bottom of the iPhone caught the the majority of the bullet, Dang. so the bullet still hit her in the face. And the Uber driver jumped out, threw her in the car, drove her to the hospital. Took her to the hospital. No, the Uber driver a real one for Dog. that. Dog, yo, close the door, close the door, close the door, close the door. I'm getting insensitive. I don't know yo, if they chasing you. I done seen bull come with the hoodie, yo. <laughs> Dog, but yeah, he got he in the car. Got her to the car and took her to the hospital, and they bu- booked the ball a couple of days. It was her baby yeah. father, and I'm just like, it's just so much like uh, mental health issues and I was talking about that shit yesterday. PTSD, that, the uh, undiagnosed PTSD that you know people in the in these neighborhoods. Our community, are we don't deal with, with it. Yeah. We don't. We don't. 
deal with it. Yeah, people be bipolar, schizophrenic, undiagnosed, untreated, shit like that. And on drugs. And crack babies. That too. And then they go through life destroying shit, destroying everything in front of them, killing people that care about them, whatever, whatever, being destructive. And then they get locked the fuck up for what they did. And then it's like... I gotta find somebody to tell on because I wasn't re- I wasn't ready to deal with this shit because I was just upset. It's not even just the. It's crazy because I work with women. Like you know, it's a lot of women bus drivers and shit. And it's different for me being a man because I'm at the end of the day I'm a large man. So even if you want some like goofy shit, I can laugh it off just yeah. because it it's not gonna go left till you touch me. Then I'm gonna break something in your face. I literally, a couple months ago, I had a nigga got on a bus and was like, but the fare box wasn't working, which is like the best shit on earth, because no one has to pay. I don't I don't got to deal with anybody. Just get on the fucking bus. So the, free ride, losers. The niggas get on. The first boy get on. He see it. He turned to his homie like, oh, yo, that joint broke. The second boy was like, yeah, shit, I'm glad it's broke. I wasn't going to pay no fucking way. And I'm just like... Okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> and he was like walking off, like, and I, I wish Bull would have made it an issue. And I'm just like, why are you so angry? I'm like, is, is there another driver? He does. He talking about like, what the fuck? And I'm, I laugh it off. I don't give a fuck. Whatever. But if I'm a woman that's your size, that's threatening as shit. It is. You know what I'm saying? Because you just like you don't know what the fuck type time. Me, I joke. I whatever. I ain't different. But just in in general, and like these niggas really really move like that and talk like that. I had a situation where like three young boys had got on the bus downtown on like 10th and Arch. I do the 48. They got on the bus at like 10th and Arch. We got to like 23rd in the Parkway. White lady came up to me and she like ring. She was like. Just so you know, the guys are smoking in the back of the bus. And I, I was to myself, I'm like, I, I thought I smelled like just, you know, you just smell that smoke shit. I'm just mm-hmm. like, so I look up and I could see like the smoke at the top. And I'm just like, the fuck take time is these little niggas on? So I pop the brake, whatever. I get off the bus, open the back doors. I get off and come up the back steps. I come, I'm like, yo, the boy, he doesn't, man, like, I told him he was drawling all that. Like, yo, put that shit out, dickhead. Fuckers, you not a young boy. Stop fuckers, you doing dickhead. Like, all, all that shit. <laughs> So I'm like, whatever. I, yeah, just put the shit out, man, because I ain't even about to do the paperwork, all the bullshit. And the the, the you know the, the 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 young boy was like, see, man, you about to get us all jammed in some old goofy shit. Oh, it a real one, cause he ain't even want to go through the bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't got time for this shit. And I get back and I drive. This is my last trip, whatever. Yeah. I get to Depot Doom. So I'm telling the story. One of the female drivers was like, was, was, was one of them tall with bright red sneaks? I'm like, yeah. She was like, they was on my bus, and the downtown, I put them off at 13th and Market. They was mad because I wouldn't stop at Broad Street. We don't got no stops at Broad Street. Like, you can't stop at Broad. And she was like, they was mad because I wouldn't stop at Broad. Youngbo told me he was going to spit in my fucking face. And I'm just like, how y'all just out here <laughs> just looking for shit to get? Like, every joint we on, we on nut shit with everybody. And I'm just like, it, you see how different it was, though, with... My interaction mm-hmm. with me is, damn, oh, and I told him he drawing, da 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 da. But with the woman is, he told me he was gonna spit in her fucking ear. Like that, that mentality is crazy yeah. as shit. And that's really what it be. A lot of these young boys is out here. They don't have dads. They, they, I was just mm-hmm. about to say that. No dads, no structures, behavioral issues, you, you, emotional issues. You don't issues, understand. Like my dad, he's he's seventy now, and you know he's older. But the, my pop, when he was forty something, that nigga was he's six five and two three. 350, I'm being nice. Like my pops a big ass nigga. So he hit me in my chest. I understood as a youngin, 
There's big, big niggas out here that don't, they, you know, that don't make dinner. <laughs> this shit can get rough out here. So these young niggas, they really don't understand right. that concept, and they really will talk crazy to a woman just because I ain't even going through. You ever see the, uh, I think it was Rich. might have been Rich or, uh, I think, it, yeah, I think it was Rich. He tweeted, sis, nobody's afraid of your baby father. He just act like that with you. And it's like, and that's, that's really, that's how a lot, oh, of these, lot of these niggas <laughs> hit the streets, gassed up and charged up to go at it with a woman, but they will not speak to him. And that just that situation, how different are, because when I came to the back, I didn't even have to speak. I just came up the steps and look, he's like, yeah, I told him he drawling old head, da, 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 da. And it's just like, if that was a woman, man, fuck out of here, bitch. Da, 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 yeah, right. like, yep. it, that shit, and that trickles down to, I'll punch a woman in the face. I'll fight a woman. I've wa- I've seen videos where it's men <laughs> on this job with women, and nobody around is like, "Yo, cool out." Yeah, not one person in the fray is like, "Yo, bro, this is not it." Yeah, stop. Don't do this. You're <laughs> but then bugging. people be scared to get shot. I can dig it. I don't want to get shot. That sounds you know retarded. <laughs> like I can dig it, but at the same time, it's just you. You gotta have a code. I think every man going, you know, you got to have one. And it's just, you know, I don't know you that well, but I can't watch you get punched in the face by a guy. That shit just ain't, it ain't in me. I got, I got a dad. I got a grandfather. That shit just not in right. me. You know, I got mothers, I, I mothers. I have a mother. <laughs> I have sisters. Like I did. Fuck no. Like ain't no man just beating a woman ass right in front of me that I even like halfway know. That's just, even if it's just a simple all right, that's enough. <laughs> you know, like that's throwing enough, the, throwing a damn towel. Like even if it's one of them, like something gotta give. But you really got men walking the streets that have none of that energy for men. But with a woman, bitch, better not say nothing to me. Bitch, better not look at me wrong. And I just be like, how did we get here to where y'all are physically beating women up, shooting women? They just it. Throw everything in the trash. That's how I be feeling about <laughs> this. City away. Seriously, like, and as, as do y'all feel like you're feminists as women? Like, do you fuck with the whole feminist movement? I have a feminist shirt on, but I'm do not. Really? I'm, yeah, I don't feel like I'm a feminist <laughs> oh, woman. Yeah, it, was like sure a, do. it was like a a movement thing with I think Nike. But anyway, I wouldn't say I'm a super feminist though. Like. I'm just, either. I told you like hate men and shit like that. Nah, no, it's not getting hate men. <laughs> yeah. That shit is kind of weird when like it gets to where it's like everything is the men. Like I get it, you know. All right, now we live in a hot. world where like say it again. It, it is it's hot, hot as shit, right? <laughs> we live in a world where like the laws were created by men. You know, patriarchy is a is a real thing and shit like that. But some of it, it's like you know, it gets to that point where it's like it's all right. It's it's, 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 so, yeah, it's overkill. Far, like yeah. you know, nigga ain't the reason for all your problems. Now. Like, I, I get it. You know what I mean? I just is, broke my nail. Niggas ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this, niggas, is that you? <laughs> it's not hey. us this time, sis. But um, overall, man, I, I was looking at it yesterday with uh, one of my homegirls. I'm just like, yo, Philly got 53 murders already. That's nuts. That's insanity, yo. 53? Has it even been 53 days in That's what I, we on the 50, Today's the 23rd. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the 53rd day. So it's the day. 54th day. 54th day. Yeah, because yeah. it's 31. Oh, 31 days in January. Yeah. Craziest shit, right? Like a murder a day, and we ain't even hit, like, the peak, you know. Summertime. Right. It's just. <laughs> I'm hoping niggas take the summer off. I'm, I'm hoping niggas go down to, like, Rehoboth up, Beach like... or something with their relatives for the summer. I mean, just. Start it, going on vacation. <laughs> it, it, it sounds crazy, but it's just one of them joints where it's just, like, how? Like, how How do it and How do it? It's nowhere for people to go. It's nowhere. And they don't for, be having no money. It, uh, that, that, That's why they be angry too. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, 
I it don't help the motherfuckers be calling them brokey and shit like that. That's what <laughs> yeah, inciting them. Yeah, it's usually gaslighting. Just, but no, it's like it. There's nowhere for them to go. You, there is no. It, it sounds crazy because I saw yesterday a woman tweet that men are really pathetic with excuse after excuse after excuse because it's women out here really making a way and this and the third. And I'm like, that tweet can go so many different ways. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like women just have more sense than a lot of these niggas. I, that's just me personally. I, 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 you mean I like sus- average woman versus average nigga? I subscribe to the Dame Dash theory. On, I just <laughs> subscribe to the Dame Dash theory on like, fuck men, get Invest you some women. women yeah. Like, I, 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 it's crazy. I talk to a lot of women, like just in general, not even on some shit, just conversation. Yeah. And women just, they always have a clear understanding of what's going on, what needs to be done in a situation, how you can like, women can almost give you the the what you want to hear but then also play devil's advocate when it comes to a lot of situations and men can't like niggas is irrational they don't, they don't process thoughts the right way this shit is crazy they're, and, un, they're unreasonably competitive in certain situations that it, don't call for it, it's ridiculous and i really just sit back sometimes and i'm just like yeah I, I i see tweets like that and i see people say things like that and i'm just like yeah i get it i i do feel that's that way but at the same time there are a lot of factors yes. that go into a lot of different things. You know what I'm saying? Like, how, how old are you? How do I look? 20, <laughs> 21. 20. Oh, all right. I was going to say 26. I'm 27. Yeah, I was close. I was on the ball. You <laughs> Thank look, you, Chad. How old are you? you look how do I look? 14. <laughs> <laughs> 21, <Good>. 14. <laughs> yeah, I'm 26. Like, yeah, I was joking. I figured I was the same age. <laughs> but, like, it... It sounds crazy, but, like, niggas really be fucking their lives up when they be teenagers. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got, like, felony convictions and shit like that. It's it just the window becomes so mm-hmm. small. And I've seen, like, women over the years, it's like women that get around somebody who's doing well or got something going on, she going to school. She going to nursing school. She starting a business. She doing this, that. So you look up and it's like, yeah, you got all these different businesses and all these different degrees from women and all of this shit. And the whole time, niggas is just standing around pretty much with their dick in their hand trying to figure shit out. You know? And then, then you look up and you're 37 and it's just like... You got 14 kids. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, the, the, it's we have a lot of trauma, yo. Yeah. Like when you really sit back and analyze like just a lot of things that go on in the community, it's 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 fucked up. But it's it's a lot of systemic. Several f- it's a lot of systemic uh, pieces to it. It's a lot of like the lack of a home structure in a lot of different cases. Um, like you said, young men aren't being given that like fatherly punch in the chest when needed, and because their dad's not around, a lot of times their moms. Are just letting them just run hog wild yep. yeah. because they feel like, oh, I'm going to just, they treat their sons like their boyfriend mm-hmm. and not realizing I'm doing him a disservice because he needs discipline. He needs structure. He need to be slapped in his fucking face every now and yeah. again because he's completely out of line. And instead, they just chalk it up like, oh, that's just my, I'm going to just let him do whatever because, you know, his dad not around and he healing from that. So I'm going to just let him on whatever then he go outside and that lack of discipline leads him to getting his head split open and then his mom can't understand why somebody would pistol whip her son yeah. it's like 
if you would have told him <laughs> don't talk to people like this at home, he wouldn't have been out in the street barking like this, and then he runs into somebody that's not playing with him, and it's now serious. you got to deal with this shit. I got a cousin like that. She has three sons. They're like nine, 11, and 15 or something like that, and their dad is in their lives, and she just let them do whatever. And I'd be like, they be all over Southwest. And I'd be like, how did y'all I, get here? I'll text her like, uh, I saw your son here, and she'd be like, okay, she don't care. Yeah, it's nothing you can do. But it's, I'm like, it's scary. They gonna get hurt out here. Like, yeah. one of them got caught smoking weed when he was like eight years old. I'm like, you gotta get them together it's, before it's too late, no. where they get too old and then this, they fucked up. Yo, I pulled up to Roxborough High School. I was doing a school tripper. You know, high schoolers are within the age of like 13 to 17. Yeah. If you kind of a little retarded, you 18, 18 <laughs> maybe 19, but most parts 13 to Hopefully 17 not and 20. shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember I was like sitting in front of the school and I'm waiting for the kids to come out. Like, so it's a bunch of drivers out. I'm like on my phone, whatever, whatever. I see the young boy come out to school. Like, typical young boy. He got on a Puma track jacket, Ethica boxer briefs, his whole ass is out, <laughs> Yeezys, dirty Yeezys, you know, with the rolled up ski mask yeah. and shit. And he came out of school. And I mean, like, he looked every bit of 13, 14. And he came out and he like reached in his back pocket and he was like, OG to me. He was like, OG, what time you pulling off? I'm like, I leave at 312. He like, all right, yeah, I'm gonna hop on that joint. Like and with his cigarettes. <laughs> he started doing that. And I'm like, well, you got that much stress Like, nigga, do you have a pension and four kids you support? I'm talking about he was full on doing that with the setup. God damn, young. Had a hard life. And it's like, they really like adults. They like grown ass little kids. This shit is crazy. And it's like, when you literally. Got nothing going on, like no no house to go to. Yeah. Your mom doing whatever. Your pop ain't there. Y'all pretty much be fending for yourselves. You surviving we, off noodles and hope. That shit is real. It 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 turns around and you got a bunch of motherfuckers that's willing, pregnant and willing to shoot girls. Those be the ones. Yeah, What's yeah. discouraging is I don't really see it. Getting better. changing, like, I, yeah, I, like, I, okay, it's just, we just because then even you have people like Pastor Carl and other people that are going into the communities, talking to people, trying to change shit, trying to impact, you know, different things like that, and it fall on deaf ears. Like, motherfuckers are like apoplectic to like help. <laughs> like, it's yeah. just like, oh, yeah, ain't nobody trying to hear Young all boys that look shit. Look at stuff like that as corny, yeah, mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. corny. It's weird because we, society is wild as shit. You gotta like go through shit to even be one of them people, and then they still don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right, like I was you. Yeah. I went through this like, shit. Like, you, you can't just show up and be like a regular, regular person and then like get them to listen to you. Like, Carl literally had to, like, beat an attempted murder. Mitch had to go through all of his bullshit. Wallow had to go 20 years, like, mm-hmm. just for people to even be like, all right, what you talking I'm gonna about? get this nigga right. here. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't listening to that shit, but what you talking about? Like, that, and that, that right there, that, that's the shit Carl talk about. Like, we, we glorify the wrong shit. Yes. We, we just totally, threw, no way around it. We glorify the wrong things. And I guess that's the whole argument people will be having with the hip-hop. Like, we're glorifying and celebrating the violence and then this, that, and the third. And I'd be like, yeah, but not really. Yeah. Like, I, I understand it, because but you no. Wouldn't, you wouldn't tell Martin Scorsese that he's glorifying mob life by, you know, continuing to do, rock continuing mob, to do movies. mob movies. He just did one. Right. You know what I'm saying? The shit got and, nominated for Oscars. <laughs> right. And a million motherfuckers got smoked in this movie, including Jimmy Hoffa, right. who disappeared off the 
face of the earth. So with that being said, it's just like the scale is tipped not in our favor. And I don't I think at some for a while we understood that as a people. Right. Like late 80s, early 90s, we understood like even through the music, it was a certain level of responsibility. Queen Latifah and Naughty by Nature and Jungle Flash, Brothers yeah. and shit like that. Like motherfuckers had certain levels of responsibility Trap Call Quest where it was just like I'm not going to say certain shit because I know that as a black person, man or woman the scales are tipped not in my favor and I got to have a certain level of responsibility and a certain level of eloquence that I operate with when I'm presenting myself to the world. And at some point, it just got more and more and more further away from that where people have no sense of community, no sense of family. Motherfuckers are live on a block for 25 years, don't know who lived to the right and to the left of them. Right. That's a problem. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when situations happen, nobody cares until it comes to their doorstep. Mm -hmm. Like when death beat you to your door, that's when people start caring about it and want to get involved in the community and all this and all that. And it's like, well, what about when your neighbor Carol's son got killed four months ago? Mm -hmm. What about when uh, Dan's uh, daughter got fucking hit by a car after somebody did a drive-by around a corner two years ago? Like, you didn't give a fuck about none of that. But now that something happens to your kid or to your brother, husband, whatever, now it's like, oh, we got to march. We got to rally. And it's like, yo, <laughs> Yeah. No, what about like where where's the sense of community when nothing is going on so that we can start having some level of prevention and prevent some of the stupid shit from right. going on as opposed to being so reactionary to everything and then it's like an international incident when something happens that affects you. Yeah. It's a whole mess. We we we'd be here all day right. discussing <laughs> all of that nonsense. I I'm pretty sure y'all don't do sports on y'all show at all, right? No. Yeah. I no. <laughs> The, um, I want to talk about the coronavirus. Are y'all scared? I, yo, I, I, I thought, thought the you had. I did think you because we went Wait, to Thailand what? and she came oh, back yeah. and was like sick. sick as, I was super sick, and they couldn't figure out what was wrong with her. Holy shit! I'm like, I thought I had it, but I went to the doctors. <laughs> I went to urgent care. I went to my primary doctor. I went to urgent care again. They said I didn't have it. They made me wear a mask, but <laughs> what exactly is it? I don't, I don't know. It's basically know. A, a bad a, flu, a, a hyper version of the flu. Because I've seen them shoving motherfuckers in cages and yeah. fish Yo, the tanks. way they were treating them. Yeah, yes. they're like shoving people in fish tanks and from all kinds of crazy shit, shit over there. Yeah. And they were feeding them. Yeah, the shit originated from like this. It's been traced back to this one, like a meat shop or some shit in China that was serving people bats and wolves and rats <laughs> and like all this crazy ass shit. And obviously, if motherfuckers is eating bats and Ooh. wolves and rats, they Something's get gonna sick. Come from it. Something's gonna come <laughs> from that. So now you have what's the fucking number? It's like seventy-five thousand cases, seventy-eight thousand confirmed cases of okay. this shit worldwide. Twenty-four hundred and sixty-five people have died as of four hours ago. Wow. So it, it only comes from eating bats? No, no. But it's basically like once that's where it originated from. Okay. So now it's being passed Has, from person yeah. to person. The same way the regular uh, flu is. Yeah. Like, I got the flu once upon a time I was working at Enterprise rental car right? A motherfucker was sick in a car. And they didn't disinfect the car. I got in the car to clean the car. By the time four hours later came the end of my shift, I was dying. I was sick with the fucking flu. That's I remember, crazy. I remember we had it one time airborne. in my house. and It just went from person to person. It, it was crazy because my dad legitimately, like, never got sick. Like, I've never seen him sick, like, in yeah. my life. We was kids. You know, kids get sick all the time. My sister Amber was sick. 
Couldn't go to school. Throwing up, throwing up phlegm. Couldn't go to school. My mom was sick. So she stayed home. I remember she stayed home that day. I went to school. I was going to Spruce Hill. I was throwing up at school. So my mom had to come pick me up. because <laughs> she's already sick. So I get in the car. When I get in the car, she got Jenna from others. And she throwing up in a trash bag. Oh I'm just like, what the fuck? So we get home and my pop just healed. this joint. Like, all of y'all, stay the fuck away from me. Da-da-da-da. He's spraying Lysol everywhere he go. Da-da-da. And I remember... Before that night was out, you heard him hurling in the back. I'm just like, uh, God, like we all got yeah, it one time. The shit is airborne. It's like, and it gets trapped. And like, if you got like a any type of material furniture, like, cause like the car had cloth seats, right. that shit gets trapped in there. Fucking headliner, shit. Get, yeah. Like, you can get get sick. So now motherfuckers are getting sick and dropping like flies. Like motherfuckers are dying left and right. And now the shit is in like uh Central Europe, like Italy and shit mm-hmm. has got like one of the worst outbreaks of it. And they just like, yo, this is like some like mad cow disease, <laughs> like some crazy <laughs> shit, like it's an epidemic. And they're saying that there was like books and all that shit, like from 1983 that predicted a version of the flu that would wipe out a significant portion of the population and then people are like is this it like they trying to figure out how they going to quarantine and control this shit because that's how bad I saw it is. a conspiracy joint on YouTube the other day was saying how um the gov- the Chinese government released it so they could like get like taxes down I was just there was a thing with the doctor that announced that he, he died. died. Right. And that was a they whole saying, big thing. They were saying they killed him, though. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, I was like, this shit is crazy as fuck. You know, they've been trying to do population control in China yeah. for a long time. Like, like you, well, you only allowed to have like two kids or yeah, something like y'all, that. Yeah. Y'all still having kids? All right. Time to break out the big guns. Oh my I, God. I posted, Back blood. I posted the, uh, the video the other day with like all the papers that I got from the Kobe shit. And. Literally, it, like it, literally to the point where like the joke wasn't even funny no more. Like forty five people DM me like, I don't know about that Chinese paper you got. You might need to quarantine. And I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Like, that it, is kind of funny. Yeah, it literally got, it got to the point where it was like annoying. Like so many people were saying it, and um, I'm just like, nah. It's it's the first off, the the paper didn't get printed, and they don't print them in actual China and shit. They print them and send them all over right. and shit like that. But it's a Chinese paper, but like. Literally, so many people were saying, and I'm just like, is it even a real thing? Like, you know, no, it's always real. like that shit really real. And I saw the videos of them shoving people into like fucking like incubators and shit <laughs> like that. And I'm just like, yo, that shit is wild over there. And it's it, it's central to Asia, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's where it's that's why I thought I had it because we just came back from Thailand. Yeah, and I got sick like was a couple that? days later. It was bliss. Yeah, just the flight is too. Yeah, I was gonna ask like how did twenty four hours. How did y'all y'all no, didn't do a straight straight flight? Did you? No, we no. we laid over we laid um, over Dubai. Dubai. So, oh, like so you went from from to Philly Dubai. to Dubai? No, from Newark, Newark to Newark. Dubai. Okay, that's what I figured. And then it's six hours from Dubai to Thailand. Yeah, we was looking at a John because we was talking about going to Dubai for my birthday. We was looking. It's uh, you fly from here to Miami, and then Miami to Dubai. And I was like, I don't even know about that. And then they Dubai in April. I gotta go to Boston. Then we saw one that went to Boston. Yeah, I gotta go Philly to Boston and then Boston to Dubai straight. And I'm yeah. like, boy, my pilot's gonna die. <laughs> like, yeah, we flew straight. It's 12 hours. It's, yeah, it's thir- back, it's, it was 14 hours. It's 13 though. hours from uh, Miami to Dang. to Dubai. And um, no, they'd be like taking turns and shit like that. I slept yeah. the whole 12 hours. Yeah, I was literally like, I'm gonna just pop like five or six melatonin. That's I, I took two of them. Now we're done. What what milligrams? Uh, I don't know. I got them from Target. 
Yeah, they got five tens and then they got like thirties with some other shit in them. Shit. Yeah, I, I got fives and tens in the crib. I, when Jules went to Qatar, I gave him five tens. He's like, I took them Jones. They, they yo, get me up, big man. We, we on that joint. I was just like, yeah, I'll pop a couple of melatonin. That and that was my only joint with wanting to go that far. Is like, I'm really not that good on planes after four hours. Like. I remember, like, coming from Vegas, it was like, when they got to the, like, the minute it hit four hours, I'm like, all right, I got to get up and do it. Like, I, I, I can't, I, I can't, fun, and I can't sleep on a plane either. It's very oh, uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable, but I'll be knocked out, too. I'm, I've been first class. I cannot go to sleep. We, oh, we, coming back from Vegas, we caught the red eye, so it was, like, nighttime. And going over, like, the middle part of the country, it was, like, a storm going on, so we hit, tur have you ever hit mm -hmm. turbulence yeah, on a plane? Yeah. Dog. Oh, that shit is bad. Dog. I'm talking about we on the plane, and it's dark because you yeah. the nighttime is the the outside is dark because yeah. ain't no fucking streetlights. <laughs> it's dark outside, and then the cabin is fucking dark, and the pilot they be see boom. Folks, we're gonna experience some turbulence. <laughs> in the next moment. You know that's how, that's how it be. When I tell you this shit started like shaking, uh. shaking, and I'm looking around, everybody on the plane. Is like on this yeah. show, and I'm just looking around. I'm the only motherfucker alive. Go to sleep, dog. I, cannot, I, I was wide awake for that bullshit. I, I can't sleep, and that's why I'm just like I'm gonna start having to take some. So I was like, when we finally do a super duper long yeah. 14, 15 hour flight, I'm gonna just pop a bunch of them and hope that shit work. It'll work. Cause even when I take that shit, it feel like it don't work. So. I'd be knocked out. Yeah, Jules said he, I gave him five tens before he left my house. He was like, dog, they had to wake me the fuck up when I got there. So I'll, I'll see how it happens. But that was always my, my only knock. Like, I just don't want to do a long end. Y'all went to, y'all flew to Thailand. From Dubai. Mm-hmm. So you did 12, 13, and then another six. Six. Mm-hmm. Draining. It was, oh. it was depressing. Like I was like, can we just get it there? Wasn't that bad to me. I, was, I remember I going to movies. I, I remember we, three meals. I ate. I was up for every meal. I was sleep for every meal. I told her even if I'm sleep tap me, I want that free pizza. I was sleep for every meal. Woke up starving. Making you free wine. I remember I going to Hawaii. Time. That shit was five hours to L. A. And then we had it was six more to Hawaii, and I'm like, we got to LA, and I'm just Man, like, I don't want to stay here. here. Like, yeah. just stay here. Like, I went to Hawaii in like '09. That shit was like planes, trains, and automobiles. That was the worst fucking flight I ever took. I flew from Philly to Phoenix, because obviously you can't fly from Philly to Hawaii. Flew from Philly to Phoenix, from Phoenix to the Big Island. And then I took like a Gilligan's Island plane from the yeah. Big Island to the small <laughs> Gilligan's Island, Island plane. Yeah, but then bro. when I got there, I'm like, damn, this is the most beautiful shit I ever. So Hawaii. it was cool. Hawaii is crazy. Yeah, Hawaii is really, really beautiful. Hawaii got a strip that's uh, like Rodeo Drive. Like, it's nuts. Like, I walked in there, they had every uh, Yeezy yeah, Jasper yeah. in there. Like, I, it was like, crazy, and I was poor. What, which island time. did you go to? Uh, Waikiki. Okay. Yeah, like, Hawaii is, is cool. But that was always my joint. Like, even she would always talk about uh, she want to go to uh, Australia. It's like a 25-hour flight I want to go to Australia. And it's just... Bad. When y'all stayed in Thailand, did y'all stay in a hotel or did y'all get, like, a crib? First night, uh, we stayed in a hotel. Then we got an mm. Airbnb. Okay. Mm -hmm. And how was that? The hotel was horrible. It was a hostel. Yo. All right, oh, so... <laughs> listen, when we got there... We took a shower. We went out. Next morning, we try to wake up. I'm like, I'm, I'm taking a shower first. Everybody's still asleep. I get up, go turn the water on. Water's off. So I go downstairs like, um, the water's off. They're like, oh, yeah, it's going to be back on in like 20 minutes. But we got a tank. A tank is on the third floor. So I'm like, 
a tank. So I go up there. I'm like, I don't see nothing. She's like, I'm. It was, it was a, like a tranny, first of all. So he, he walks me up there. My sis. He walks me up there. He like, it's right here. It's a trash can filled with water and there's buckets in there. He's like, this is the tank. I'm like, I'm not using this. To wash up with me. They want us to wash up with a trash can full of water and just pour it on us. And this is a hotel? This is a hostel. hostel. This is a oh. hostel. Like, it was probably four rooms in the whole building. Like, Holy shit. And our room had a, 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 like a queen size bed and, and then bunk beds. It was, it was, yeah, sick. it was pretty, um, so we had to wait like 20 minutes for on the water came back on, but it was only working on the third floor. And then it was like community talk. showers. Yeah, it was community showers. So we had like to wear like, sh- like shower time. shoes yeah. and take yeah. showers. It was, that was pretty crazy. Bad. I felt like I was in jail. Damn, y'all better be happy y'all wasn't victims of human trafficking. Yeah, in that I was really. thinking that because we kept like getting like these like random buggies, like the drivers and stuff. Cause, like they don't have Uber and all stuff. All they gotta do is just turn so off. I'm like, I kept thinking like, well, what if they just steal all of us and, and we sell was, us? Yeah, it was like, all we was with all females. So, damn. Yeah, but the Airbnb was nice that we stayed in. So I had a good time. For the most part. Had a, we got, part we got kicked time. out of the club the first night. How y'all get kicked out of the club? Because yeah. they ghetto. That's how. I saw the video one of y'all was responsible. I saw the video. I saw the video one of y'all posted they was rumbling in there, the Asian dudes oh, and yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a free fall. Well, Asian, like, they, they was throwing, throwing beer bottles. bottles. <laughs> I never saw Asians fight like that. <laughs> throwing beer bottles and they stuff. They got kicked out and the party kept going. And it was a black DJ, but he didn't speak English. Oh shit. I'm like, can you play March Madness? He just gave me his phone to type it in. <laughs> he was and what part of Thailand was y'all in? What's it called? Uh, Paquette. Okay. Paquette. Yeah, I want to go to Thailand. I heard I heard two things about Thailand. One, it's a zillion transgenders. So that's first. Yeah. Two, I also heard you can get a Karuchi for seven dollars. Yo, what's oh, a Karuchi? Like, oh, a, a bad Asian looking. <laughs> oh, the, the person. Um, uh-huh. We we. I wouldn't go back. We went to uh, no, we went, but all my poker homies they go like every year because uh, shout out Jeff, his family they own a villa out there. So he's got like a five bedroom villa in Thailand, yeah. and right. he's like they they go every year. And he always tells me like yo, before you lose enough weight, you because the larger you are, they treat you like a god. And like literally, I got a homie Robbie. I would say a big white, huge white boy. He literally like yo, like going over there is the crazy. Like the women, they fucking love you. He's like literally the kids hang on him when he walks down the street, like because <laughs> they so think funny. they think he's like holy and shit like that. It's crazy as fuck. But he was like yeah, they go every year, and I, they always be like you going. I be like, I don't, I don't want to do a 19-hour fucking flight. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And then I hear people a lot say that I wouldn't go back. And would you go back? I would. So y'all just had two completely different. No, I, I, I definitely had a good time, but it's not something I want to do again. Mm. I go. <laughs> it's, I mean, Thailand is on my list. Thailand, Bali, and Greece. I do want to go to Bali. I went to Greece. Greece is that was like a 12-hour, a 12-hour flight. It wasn't my birthday. I went uh, this summer. That just passed. Yeah, Bali. I, I like Bali a lot. I, I really want to go to Dubai though. I, I like I was me on the camel. I know. You're gonna tell me me on the camel is two thousand likes. I, I, know, I know. I know for a fact. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I want to go to Dubai. Um, Bali seems decent. I, I wouldn't mind doing that. It, to me, Bali just seems like a like a. I've never like. I, Prior to three years ago, I'd never heard of Bali once in my life. So to me, it strikes me as like some man-made like habitat that people just like built up in the in the last ten what years is, as like a tourist destination. The thing with Philly Instagram is like everybody does Do the, the same, same thing at the same time. So it's like once the the one person who has like a Milano shirt does something. <laughs> 
everybody else was like, oh, that's the move. That's, that's, the, you know, that's yeah. where I got to get to. That's what I got to do. That's what I'm inspired to do. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I always knew about Indonesia. I knew about Ubu because I had somebody that was stationed right. over there. But it again, for me, it's just... The flight, you know, when we yeah. start talking about Africa and all yeah. of that, you know, it's like, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind doing them. I see that giraffe thing popping up all over the place now. It's like a hotel where, like, the giraffes put their head in the hotel room oh, and all. Yeah, that's starting to be, like, the new nigga hotspot in Africa. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, all these joints seem cool. And I seen somebody the other day was like, Miami isn't a vacation. I'm just like, yeah, yeah I fucking like Miami. Miami's <laughs> one of the best cities in Go the universe. Go be what you want. Miami is fucking fun. The flight is two hours. Listen, part, <laughs> of, part of me. I was probably like up until like I was 32 years old I never went to Miami yeah I only been, went I, once I've been there like 15 times yeah. I love Miami Miami is I've been to Vegas about 7 I'm times I'm taking Vegas since. over Miami I, I only know, been you to know Vegas the reason why too. I give Miami the advantage the beach I hate the beach I don't, I'm not really a beach person I love the beach I, the, the Vegas I take Vegas over Miami just cause I play poker so it's like yeah naturally I, I like that environment if I'm going there for that yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, going to Vegas for, like, I tell Lee all the time. Like, I was telling her, like, I want to go to Macau. And she was like, why? I'm like, Macau's like the gambling mecca outside. It's like Vegas on steroids for poker. You know, like, Tom Dwan, Phil Ivey, they live there. They don't even right. come back. Like, they right. just stay there now. And she's like, yeah, but we should look to go to Macau. I'm like, I don't want to go with you. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to go with you. That like, wasn't an invite. Yeah, that no. Was, like, if I could just no. go for a couple of weeks to myself and be there, like, I don't want to go with nobody and shit. Because, you know, it's like Vegas. It's 30 different Vegases. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you go to Vegas, if you, somebody's in the shopping, there's a Vegas for you. Mm-hmm. If you're in the shows or eating, yeah. restaurants, if you're in the buying holes, it, it, like, it just, everybody has their own. You ever been to uh, North Las Vegas? Yo, dog. Yeah. That shit. I've been the slums. I've been to all Vegas. I've been to old Vegas. I've been to old Vegas. I've been to all Vegas. Oh, that shit is the project. Yeah, North Vegas is crazy as shit. I went to a strip club in North Vegas and I watched my homie. It was a group of it. Like Vegas really isn't nice as far as no. like a like it's almost like Atlantic City. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the strip and everything is warm. lit. But like really everybody I know who's got a little something going on, they live in Henderson, Nevada. They mm-hmm. don't fucking live in Vegas because yeah. it's like Vegas is fucking I, the slums. I was there for a wedding. I was we was in a group. It was probably like twenty five of us or whatever like that. And uh probably everybody except the old people went out this one night, whatever we went to a strip club and all that shit. And uh, I saw some unrepeatable things in that uh, North Vegas strip club. And then I also watched my man steal the chick that my other homie flew in from him. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, the first night. I know about it, all, yeah. <laughs> like, the first night. Like, it was, like, instantaneous. I'm like, this is bad. Yeah. You need to get your $300 back, bro. Yeah. Like, he was, he was sick. And we say steal, he doesn't mean punch. He means no, like, I know. Yeah. No, no. Just... Yeah, you coming with me. Yeah. No. Yeah, it goes down in old Vegas. Yep. Well, Vegas brings a scumbag out of everybody. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I like Vegas a lot. Miami is, is awesome, though. It's fun as shit in Miami. But, like, the, those out of the country. I, I used to be real weird about out of the country. Like, how y'all just, like, and, and again, and nobody's going to take me. But I watch enough of these movies. I'll be like, they taking motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? And I, so I never really wanted to go to, like, Europe it just it never seemed enticing to me and then that hostile shit like and that's the crazy part when it comes to traveling i see people that's like they will literally go and like how y'all the first place y'all stayed at they will stay in places like that and they will literally fly there on like the back of a bald eagle <laughs> just so that they can be in these places and, and these pics off and get these pics off so i'd be like 
me that I, I guess I'm just that type of person. I want to do luxury. Yeah. When I like, so if I can afford a first class ticket to Miami and the first class ticket to Dubai is. 19 grand or whatever I'm gonna just go here Cause I can be comfortable <laughs> They got the roasted nuts On the fucking plane All that shit I don't I don't wanna fly In the With the fucking monkeys You know what I'm saying Down in the fucking Cargo area On the tiger transport Underneath <laughs> right. the plane You wanna ride Nasser's <laughs> transport For the zoo and shit I don't wanna do that And then go there And then the hotel You staying in Is literally like You bathing in a fucking Trash can <laughs> Like I don't wanna do That stupid ass shit I see people a lot of times Like It was one girl I follow She made it a thing To where she's like I've been to 42 countries And all this shit I'm like Bye. I'm like Pretty interesting I follow her And then I'm realizing Like She's on an oil tanker. Like, that's how she's getting around to all these you, different... You wrote a pogo like, stick. This is a pirate. <laughs> this is how she getting around. And then the hotel she was staying in was, like, bullshit ass. I was just like, yeah, nah, I don't... I don't this isn't inspiring. This is terrible. This I just, is demotivating. This yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do this no more. Like, real shit. So I just always was like, yeah, I want to go... I tell you somewhere else I want to go is uh, Spain. Like, I want to go to Spain because Spain. Spain's supposed to got real nice beaches yeah. and all that shit. So it's like, yeah, I'll go to yeah, these places. Ibiza is like one Ibiza. of the top party countries yeah. so where? cities Ibiza. In, the, in the world. Spain. Uh, yeah, my homie went to Ibiza. He had a ball. He went by himself. <laughs> How long is that flight? It's not that long. Mm. It's like eight, nine hours or something like I that. I could do that. Have you ever done a flight by yourself? I mean, a, a trip by yourself? Oh, no. I don't. I don't see how people do it. That's I've sweet. done like That's domestic sweet. cities by myself. I'm going to Vegas by myself, but I I'm going for yeah, a reason. To, to but I mean, like yeah, there are people who like one of the chicks I work with. She she went on a two week cruise by herself, and I'm like, well, she was trying to. That's get hit. the thing. I can't do. it I can't even go eat by myself. Like, I, can I don't eat by really myself. Like, I can eat by myself, and I can go to movies by myself. I, I can't do I can't the movies. movies. I, can't I don't even like movies. I'd be like wondering what I'm supposed to do when I'm eating by myself. Like nobody wanted to go see Jurassic World with me. I wanted to go see it by myself. When, mom was, when I was doing therapy, my therapist was like, because I told her, I'm like, I can't, I have a problem. I don't like doing shit by myself. I don't, I'm, you know, I go to my I'm only child, so I'm used me. to be by myself. No, nah, ride myself. with me. Come with me. <laughs> Come on, we, 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 like, dead ass, I was like, kind of spoiled. Legit, I used to have friends go on vacation with me, just so it'd be, you know what I'm saying? Like, because my sisters is twins, so they, you know what I'm saying? Dog, I, no. So my therapist was like, you need to start doing things by yourself. You need to go to lunch by yourself. I was telling, I told that shit on here. I went to lunch by myself. I think I remember I, it, I went yeah. to the, the Japanese barbecue joint, and I'm sitting there, and there was some girls and to the left conversation. me, and they was like <laughs> talking, and the girl made a joke, and I was like, <laughs> 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 they, they all like looked at me, I'm like, yeah, I can't do this shit. <laughs> Matt went home and wrote a Yelp review, like, yeah. went to lunch by myself today, laughed at someone else's jokes, Yo. zero out of ten would not recommend yeah. <laughs> I can't do that by my my, my my dad he go to the movies by himself he go to the he my all, kind of guy right I, there I cannot do that shit Me I don't either. see how the movies by yourself is crazy I love you being alone be a little bit crazy it's to do that. crazy that's me. that's me that's me you serious I'm dead serious no, I've been to like three movies it. by myself dog no no that three movies my dad is hundreds in this oh thing. no no, I, I, no I can't do it I can't like you I gotta have somebody to talk to I don't know what it like, is like yeah you just Laughing and nobody next to you Yo. laughing with you like that's just strange. I, I I I I'm just not one of them people. Like it's hard for me to do things alone. Yeah. Like I need we need. To, I love alone is my shit. I hate people. I hate people. But I, I hate what it is for me is man. I like my people. Yeah. 
I hate everyone. If they indiscriminately, yeah, no. Nah. You know, literally, I was talking to one of my homegirls today. I was telling her how much I hate driving, and she was just like, "Why do you hate driving?" I'm like, "I drive for a living. Right. And I've been doing it for a while. I'm 15 years in, so it's just like I hate. Like on my days off, I don't want to drive. Then I would always tell you, like, "Yo, come get me. Like I don't. Right. I hate. <laughs> don't that's how I am. Yeah. And I, so she was like, "Do you want to get to the point where you? Do? I'm like, dog, that's all the fuck. I mean, like, the, like did we blow and something pop off. That's honestly before I buy a house, I'd probably get a driver." <laughs> On some ignorant ass yeah. nigga I shit. Agree. I, yeah. I hate driving too. I hate driving too, but I drive for a living as well. So. Man, listen, I hate that shit. Like, I do not. I, 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 if I could tomorrow never touch a steering wheel again, you'd be with it. Life is great. Only thing I want to drive is the hose crazy when the money comes. <laughs> I don't, don't want to touch not a the steering hose. wheel. Like, I don't, don't want to drive. And that's my one thing. I don't want to drive ever. Ever. Dame so, Dash said that one of his ethics in life is he doesn't touch steering wheels and something else. And he said, he said I came through Harlem one day and I was driving and he said everybody laughed at me for weeks. It was like Dame was driving. Yo. It was like, oh, bitch. Remember thing. on uh, State Property 2 when his driver got killed? Yeah. He's like, what the fuck I'm supposed to do now? Then Kill like, my driver. I'm going to get out of here. My driver got killed. <laughs> but yeah, the, uh... I don't know. We have nothing else. No, that's it. We've talked about <laughs> everything. It. You got an event coming up next yeah, Saturday, tell right? Us about Saturday. Your event. Um, at Rec actually, they carry my clothes in their retail shop, so I'm taking over their store for the day, dropping some new pieces. It's at the Fashion District, 4 to 7, the 29th. Pull up. Period. And this is just the, what is it called? Pray for Fashion. Pray for, Pray for fashion. fashion. But it's you that you started the. the uh, the podcast came from your shirt. You said it was like a spinoff of one of the yeah, like my the most uh, popular t shirt is just another motivational t shirt, right? So. And that's where the whole podcast came. Mm-hmm. Up. That's pretty dope. What else y'all got going on coming you said up? It's the the 29th. 29th, four to February, seven, four to seven, next. Fashion District. Okay, so it's it's close then. Next Saturday, next Saturday, Saturday. 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 Yeah, Saturday yeah. that's com- coming. Yeah, up. Saturday coming. It's yeah. Sunday. <laughs> hmm. So you said you never seen the fashion district. This this will be a good time. Yeah, I'm coming Wednesday, Speaking. so I'm gonna come check the Rec Philly shit out. It, and, and it's in the fashion district. Yeah. It's on top. Why are we of calling night. it the fashion district? That's the name of it. It's the gallery. It's the gallery, right? Let's call it the fashion district. <laughs> okay, now. so it's the gallery. <laughs> it's in, in the, the gallery. gallery. Right. <laughs> I'm old. This shit is the gallery. Black people never gonna call Ninth, it the fashion Ninth district. Street nah. entrance, the though. fashion district sounds. Ninth Street entrance, fashion district. What floor is it on? It's on the second floor. Second floor. Yeah. Like next to Century Twenty One. No, yeah, but you above you, and, Burlington. Yeah, yeah, above Burlington Cool Factory. Cool. Yeah, fashion district just sounds extremely ghetto. I don't it's like it. Very ghetto Other in there. Fashion <laughs> district. Oh, now I'm not talking about the actual ghettoness of it. I mean, just the name. I don't like it. Like, I don't even. Why did they change the name from the gallery? I think they were trying to elevate it because in other cities there are fashion districts, and there's like that's oh, the nice so part. Like, a like thing. yeah, in, okay. in New York there's a fashion district, in LA there's a fashion district. So they were trying to make this the Philly fashion district. Yeah, but they didn't put no fashion in the good, district. I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's a good fashion district. <laughs> they got Aeropostale and right. Hollister in there. Oh, wow. So it's like 04 Fashion District. Oh, yep. yeah. It's real bad. I mean, it, it's still gallery level, but they trying to... Well, the gallery was the shit, though. They had yeah. a total sports. They, they had did. a city blue. They had nine city blues. Yeah, well, it was a lot of city blues. <laughs> they had like it was four, a Dr. Denim in there. like, like four Kick USAs yeah. in there. A Ubik. I used to go there and get jerseys out of total sports. I was sad to see nobody in there spray painting no more. And like, <laughs> <laughs> Is it clean and shit? I'd it's imagine clean. it's pretty clean in there. For now. We, we, me and her walked through because I wanted Cinnabon. 
Except for that one part that still smell like pee. Oh yeah, like where the the L and the yeah, that, I mean, you're not gonna get rid of the P. It's just it's embedded in the brick. Like, it still smell like hot stuff. <laughs> you hear me? It's embedded in the brick. So are you, is the Cinnabon actual store or still the stand? It's still the stand. Still the, okay, yeah, now I remember the Cinnabon. All right, well they kept some nostalgia. Uh, yeah. next to, it's like white, ain't it? Now? <laughs> oh, the whole yeah. thing is white. It's all it's white. Like, Nice art on the wall and everything. Okay. Like, yo, shout out Ed. Yo, I remember we would, me, Feet, Sticks, and Ed went to the gallery. And we only went because I had to get some boots. <laughs> so we, you know, me, come on, yo, we go to the You bring it right to your nonsense. Yo, we went, all the years I've been to the gallery and been going to the gallery, whatever. And you know, Ed, shout out Ed, shout out Ed, Ed Loki, alcoholic. <laughs> so we in the gallery, whatever, whatever. Ed, like, yo, y'all trying to do some shots. So we, like, fuck is you talk about? He, like, hey, y'all are bullshit. I'm going to the bar. <laughs> so we, like, the fuck? So then the security boy come and get, like, me and Sticks, like, yeah, your man is, like, not. Knocking back shot after shot, yo, and I'm like, where? It's a bar. It was a. Yeah. Did y'all know it was a bar in the gallery? No. Right before you got to the food court, like, you no, I didn't 11, know. Like you was coming from the 11th Street way. It's a bar right there. Like you probably walk past it ten zillion All times. The time. we in the middle. So in, we right where the mall. food court was at. It, it was, was the start of the food court Brown, on the left. Brown Brown Brown, that's a bar. It was a bar in the wow. gallery. All these years, I and came only out, he on it, no. yeah. and come out. He on his shit. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I never the niggas knew. that worked at Total Sport we used to tell me like, yo, I'm gonna get some wings from the bar. Dog, I never knew the it was a bar in the gallery. The whole time it was a fucking whole bar in the gallery. I never knew that shit. Alcoholics and old people was in there. It was a bar. No, it was a bar in the gallery. The motherfuckers didn't know. I didn't know. I found out that day. I'm like, dog, I never knew it was a bar in the gallery. But um, yeah. So I, I said I got to go down there Wednesday because we're going to that thing, the uh, optical illusion thing. Oh, that shit. So we'll see how that is. Good luck. Yeah, thank you. But I'm gonna come (laughs) and check out Wreck Philly. You said it's on the second floor. On the ninth street street entrance, top of Burlington. Yep. Okay. Bam. I'm going to come in there. I actually think that's where the fuck Total Sports oh, used to be over on that side. No, Total Sports was at the, uh, oh, yeah, the 9th Street, Street Entrance. Yeah, 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 that's where Total Sports. But Total Sports was on the third floor. Yeah. Because they was right there. It was like Total Sports, City Blue, Doc Denham. They was all like right next Net- to each other. Unica. Unica was up there, yeah. It was a footlocker in a corner. Yeah, they were like oh, all yeah, running I together. I remember that now. Yeah, what it is? Not remember that now. Oh, okay, yeah. They were all like right, right next to each other and shit. I ran through that whole City Blue. Good memories. All the employees. Gallery was fun, man. Gallery was the shit. Gallery, gallery was, was nice. We went to the gallery yeah, every day after high school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it went down after a while. All right, plug your social media and yeah. then I'm ready to go home. And you can find us at Just Another Motivational Podcast on Instagram. And our personal pages are in the bio. So if you want to follow our personal pages, so go to the, the podcast page, page and then if from you there, to- you can go to the personal page. Exactly. When do y'all drop new episodes? Thursday. Every other Thursday. Every other Thursday? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we That's have one coming next, next Thursday. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Who y'all next guest? Or y'all don't know yet? Uh, uh, we record with Belargo tomorrow. Oh, that's my dog. Yeah. That's my that's a good, very good friend of mine. Yeah, you know, for, for as as much as Philadelphians act like jackasses when they get a little success and a little fame, she was always she's very, very here. nice she's to cool. me. She's tough to shit. I love like, her. Like, very, very nice to me. 
It, it was shocking at times. But <laughs> it was shocking at times. It, it really was. He's like, you know you could be a dickhead yeah, if you wanted like, to. You, you know you say some more fly shit right now. <laughs> but she was always super duper nice to me. I always liked uh, Tiff. Tiff's a good person. Go check out the Belargo, the new Belargo store down in uh, Brewery Town. I don't know the address, but you go to Belargo uh, PRJ's IG. It's on there. Support Tiff. That's a very good friend of mine. Good. Thank person. y'all for coming through today. Just another motivational podcast. Uh, check them out on. Everywhere podcasts are at, like us. Yep. Follow them on Instagram. <laughs> we'll be back next Sunday. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe not. We've been on a roll. Y'all been on how Matt's feeling. Yeah, no, we're not. Honestly, we, we here. We've been on a roll. We've been doing like a great. I saw somebody the other day from like Tennessee was like, since TRP is rebranded, they've been like amazing. And I'm just like, yeah, like we've really been in like a very good zone. We've been in a great pocket. Yeah, we we, we where we supposed to be. Yeah, for sure. Now we just need a, a mill so we can sign these bad deals. <laughs> <laughs> Please give like, me money. Yeah, get the fuck out. Hey, here. I know I was talking all that. Don't sell your IP <laughs> shit earlier. Please. I was just kidding. Money. These fucking paddocks is not gonna buy these stuff, baby. I'm working too hard for this shit. Yeah. Please give me some money. Barstool. So we out. We'll be back next week. Peace. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.